0: be suffering from brain dysfunction. This would prove to be a turning point. In
1: 1967, rebellions erupted in the Detroit black community. In a letter to the Journal of the American Medical Association, three neurosurgeons, Drs. Sweet, Irvin, and Mark, put forth a theory as to the cause of the violence in Detroit. They said in part, I quote, there is evidence from several sources recently collected by the Nero Research Foundation that brain dysfunction related to local lesions plays a significant role in the violent and assaultive behavior of thoroughly studied patients. Their idea was subtle but clear. The reason individuals were violent during rebellions was due to a brain dysfunction which they felt surgery could correct.
2: Then I found, of course, the JAMA article where they talked about it at length, explaining how ghetto writers must have abnormal brains because not everybody was rioting. So clearly, people who weren't writing had normal brains and the few who were leaders. We're talking now about men you could name, like Ralph Brown and others. We're talking about some men who were outraged at the conditions of life in which the children were growing up in these ghettos these men were from the perspective of many in the black community the only hope they were heroes
0: of those heroes dr sweet was quoted as saying
3: we're talking about senseless behavior the proponents of urban disorders seem to be the people who are most likely to suffer from organic brain diseases and the
2: idea that a leader must be the crazy one, because you don't agree with them ideologically or because you're afraid of them, doesn't make any medical sense, but boy, did it make political sense. Wow.
3: The kind of violence that we're talking about here, social unrest among a population in a repressed community, can only be seen as a kind of brain dysfunction by ignoring the legitimate causes of the behavior. And my reaction to the letter from which you quoted and to the whole idea of trying to deal with social violence as if it was something wrong inside of the people's heads who are violent is a way of refusing to look at the legitimate social causes of a very important and significant kind of behavior.
1: To the extent that medical science has created this new, in quote, technology, there is the desire to use it, you see, and the most logical population to use it against are poor people, black people, and people who are incarcerated.
0: The Boston doctors called for an extensive research project to identify the early warning signs of violent behavior and pinpoint, diagnose, and treat people in inner cities with what they termed low violence thresholds before they had actually committed any violent acts. And what do you know, but their JAMA letter just so happened to include specific language taken directly from the good doctor's own proposal for a brand new research project which aimed to do just that.
2: I found out that William Sweet had actually talked to the New York State Legislature trying to get funding describing how this surgery of stimulating brains and melting holes in the heads of people might be a... Cure for ghetto violence because surely the leaders of the violence were abnormal and had abnormal brains that could be fixed with psychosurgery?
0: Hello! The first phase of the Boston Violence Project was officially titled The Medical Epidemiology of Criminals. For it, doctors Mark Irvin and Sweet had designed a five hour long multi phase screening process, which included 17 psychiatric and psychometric assessments, five hormonal assays, chromosomal, fingerprint, and dermatoglyphic analyses, an EEG, and what they called a cyber medical evaluation. The doctors suggested these factors could somehow indicate which individuals were more prone to commit violent acts than others, singling them out for preventative neurological treatments before they could pose a danger to society. The project was seemingly the perfect cure to what was then being declared society's greatest illness. Right on cue, a vast coordinated media campaign was underway to promote it to the public.
3: Good evening. Violence is making fortresses of portions of our cities and dividing our people into armed camps. Grievances in the United
4: States are more intense now than they've been at any time since the 1930s. There's
1: crime, individual resort to force. Those who commit violence are basically no different from other people. Man from birth has a potential for violence, but the incidence of violence can be controlled and prevented by conscious changes in man's environment.
0: Mark, Irvin, and Delgado were featured guests on many TV programs. And article after article filled the newspapers about their amazing new work.
4: Oh, yes. As American as cherry pie. I believe that assertion was attributed to Rap Brown, was it not? That violence was as American as cherry pie. As an historian,
2: uh, I would observe there's a great deal of truth to that, unpleasant as it may be.
0: Doctors Mark and Irvin declared that brain dysfunction was just as important a factor as poverty, unemployment, and substandard housing in provoking not just urban riots, but social protests fully politicizing what was defined as violence. In June 1968, it all came to a head. Robert F. Kennedy was assassinated, and during his speech that evening responding to the tragedy,
3: I am appointing with the recommendation of the leadership of the Congress, with whom I have talked this evening, a commission of most distinguished Americans, to immediately
0: examine this tragic phenomenon. President Johnson announced the creation of the National Commission on the Causes and Prevention of Violence. Doctors Delgado and Irvin would later turn up as consultants on commission staff reports.
2: President Johnson created the National Commission on the Causes and Prevention of Violence. Today, a task force of that commission released its first findings, concluding that Americans have become a rather bloody-minded people.
1: Concludes that Americans always have been a violent people. Americans have always been a violent people, according to the the commission. So much so in the 1960s that the commission ranks the United States first among 17 Western countries in total magnitude of
0: strike. Just two weeks later, the Omnibus Crime Control and Safe Streets Act of 1968 was rushed through Congress, creating the Law Enforcement Assistance Administration. Which would fund hundreds of controversial, coercive, and even downright Orwellian behavior modification projects in the years to come.
2: Ah, yeah. Then joined in the Justice behavior
4: Department behavior modification. Yeah.
2: At the time, there was a notorious section called See, I was there LEAA. For all they joined in the funding in a collaborative and these are effort
4: all between the very, U.S. Very Justice
2: Department and. Oh. The National Institute
4: of Liberals and leftists trying to control them. I mean, this was for me, I've I mean. got <laughs> But it labels as unprecedented the scope and magnitude press, of
1: anti-war protest, campus unrest,
3: and what it called the chilling recent contagion of political murders of yeah, national on the right, leaders. they're like you know, Violence the in this Congress
1: right. report cannot be eliminated, but can be better controlled. And that, it says, is an urgent imperative.
0: The medical epidemiology of criminals, however, was simply the screening stage for a larger Boston yes. violence project that doctors Mark Irvin Sweet couldn't seem to get approved. It was rejected by Harvard's Institutional Review Board. Massachusetts General's Committee turned it down on both scientific and better, ethical grounds. And even an ad hoc committee put together outside of MGH unanimously rejected it. It was then the project was forced to move to Boston City Hospital, an institution which the doctors knew would look the other way and ask few questions due to its own issues with corruption and mismanagement at the time. Unable to get approval through above-board channels, doctors Mark Irvin and Sweet then formed the Neuro Research Foundation, a nonprofit organization based out of Sweet's personal home that existed only to fund the doctors' research. Dr. Delgado sat alongside the other three on the foundation's board of trustees. This new foundation would enable the doctors to essentially handpick their own medical ethics review panel, thus circumventing the standard safeguards for human experimentation. See how that works?
4: Yes, we do. With no
0: one else to stand in their way, and a positive report on behalf of the Neuro Research Foundation... The Department of Health, Education, you know and Welfare right? would finally approve the Boston Full-on Project. On
4: psycho-surgery of, and uh, NIMH you know, and that the of, you know, would fund
0: people, it. Poor Two days after that black crime bill was passed which, that would fund their work, comes in. Life magazine featured the psychobiology of violence on its cover, another story lauding the work of doctors oh. Mark Irvin Sweet and Delgado. Oh
4: boy, we're playing the hits it, today, the public
0: folks. was brought face to face with contrasting photos of monkeys with surgically implanted wires sticking out of their heads, having their rage dialed up in Delgado's lab, <laughs> and 20-year-old Julia S., a young woman prone to emotional outbursts decked out in head bandages, frantically slamming herself into a wall. Oh, under the influence of Brain stimulation, just like those monkeys, illustrating that man and animals were little more than biological machines to be controlled there and tamed. There we go. By this
4: is the foundation for in what fact, you see in today. In fact,
0: in publications, he didn't mince words when referring to, to animals as mechanical toys under his command. The demure Julia was now the poster child of the hidden rage that could be lurking in any human being but also a violent tendency successfully located and cured by remote brain stimulation and psychosurgery.
4: Remote. In reality,
0: Mark and Irvin's treatment 1968, left Julia folks. permanently brain damaged. At the same time, the New York Times was advertising her as a great success story, with claims you that she T. had is zero uncontrollable there. rage fits since her second brain Take operation. Heart. I'll tell you all about, about where home to see this uh, church after. choir. Dr. Mark was forced to admit to a Boston reporter that Julia was actually in an institution where she would likely remain for the rest of her life. Despite this glaring inconsistency, one after the other, uh, Dr. Jose Delgado and Dr. Surgery. Mark and Irvin published books to garner wider public and financial support for Remote neural
4: programming right here, 1968. Delgado's
0: 1969 book, Physical Control of the Mind, toward a psycho-civilized society spells out in graphic, controversial detail exactly what the aim of such technology is, behavior modification and control at a society-wide level.
1: The technology for destruction has now placed at the disposal of man a vast arsenal of ingenious weapons which facilitate all forms of violence, including crimes against property, assassinations, riots, and wars. Threatening not only individual <laughs> life and national stability, but the very While existence we're having a nuclear war
0: meltdown, <laughs> that's
4: New York okay Times though. The
0: promoted Delgado's book with the headline, What kind of humans would we like to construct?
1: Is it feasible to induce a robot-like performance in animals and man by pushing the buttons of a cerebral radio stimulator? Could drives, desires, and thoughts be placed under the artificial command of electronics? Can personality be influenced by ESB? Hello. Can the mind be physically controlled?
0: Meanwhile, headlines in newspapers all across the nation warned Americans that the United States was so overrun with violence. Unless oh. some type of massive, widespread political and social reform was undertaken immediately, <laughs> oh, America was on track to become a nation of garrison cities where, quote, order is enforced without due process of law and without no. consent of the governed. What? The following year, Mark and Irvin published *Violence in the Brain*. This is a- in a spectacular act of self-aggrandizement, one gem after another, right? The doctors dedicated the book to themselves, writing. This book is dedicated to the Neuro Research Foundation of Boston, whose goals for the early diagnosis and proper treatment of the violent patient parallel our own. In the book's foreword, Dr. Sweet essentially agreed with Delgado, writing, Our project holds out the hope that knowledge gained about emotional brain function in violent persons with brain disease can be applied to combat the violence-triggering mechanisms in the brains of the non-diseased. In essence, oh, everybody else. Fernand uh, uh,
2: the... uh, Mark, neurosurgeon at Boston City. Frank Irvin, psychiatrist at Harvard. William Sweet, this powerful neurosurgeon during the introduction. Yeah. And the book is about a man at the time called Thomas R. Thomas was a brilliant engineer with patents who was terribly violent. And who, after the surgery was now completely cured without any symptoms. And the surgery consisted of putting multiple electrodes in his brain, stimulating him, even stimulating him while he walked around the ward, then burning out parts of his brain.
0: No patient was more highly publicized as a success of Mark and Irvin's new techniques than Thomas R., whose real name was Leonard Kyle, their star patient, who, according to their don't, book, don't was diagnosed as wow. suffering from temporal lobe epilepsy and prone to uncontrollable rages that the doctors were only able to subdue through remote brain stimulation and a bilateral amygdalectomy, which destroyed portions of his brain closely connected <laughs> to emotional <laughs> behavior.
2: Well, I knew this was a lie. I didn't. I just have to go on, folks. I can't stop. To turn out to be. And so we'll I began this. to get a hold of every single thing I could find that they had written. I was able to put together that at the point they wrote in Violence in the Brain, that he'd been cured forever, he'd been uh, just discharged from the hospital. It wasn't a follow-up at all.
0: In fact, Leonard Kyle's story at was all. the backbone of Michael Crichton's novel-turned-Hollywood film, The Terminal Man the inspiration for which came from Crichton's time on the ward in residency as a student of Dr. Vernon Mark. By most accounts, Leonard was described as a mid-30s married father of six and a successful self-taught engineer who worked with top defense contractors, including Douglas Aircraft, Polaroid, where he earned several patents under his founder Edwin Land, who at the time was working with the CIA on the top-secret U-2 spy plane program, mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Honeywell, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. and eventually EG&G, Uh-oh. one of the most powerful Cold War black ops defense contractors in America that no one had heard of,
2: and UFOs. which had spun off from <laughs>
0: MIT and made important contributions UFO to the development of the, and nuclear the military bomb, industrial aerial combat. reconnaissance, and radar. But in their book, Violence in the Brain, Doctors Mark and Irvin painted Leonard as an impulsive man with a violent streak who was prone to road rages and spousal and child abuse, a man who would sometimes pick up and slam his pregnant wife and even his children into walls, although described as typically courteous, quiet, and reserved. Mark and Irvin insinuated temporal lobe disease led to Leonard's sudden violent rages, and the doctors went so far as to describe him as, at times, frankly psychotic suffering periods of confusion, delusions, and hallucinations. The supposed focus of Leonard's anger and marital disputes centered upon what were depicted as paranoid suspicions his wife was cheating on him with a tenant who was renting a room in their home.
2: And his wife had been the one to refer him to treatment. And the treatment people had referred him to Mark Irvin and Sweet who had all this equipment and no patient. And it had gone through the VA. They'd taking them right off the VA wards. It's the power of these people.
0: Leonard's medical records, however, showed no evidence of temporal lobe disease. In fact, outside of mild depression, Leonard's records showed no evidence of paranoid delusions or any psychotic symptomology at all.
2: The VA records showed him to be entirely normal. His brain waves were normal. He was normal. There's nothing really in the record that shows anything serious. And then they took him and put him... In their project.
0: Here the timeline gets fuzzy. During the spring of 1966, Leonard was officially admitted to the Violence Research Unit, where Mark and Irvin claim they spent months trying many combinations of anti-seizure medication, tranquilizers, and psychic energizers, but to no avail. So Dr. Mark implanted an array of at least 80 electrodes into Leonard's brain. Leonard wrote to his mother and described what was being done to him in Boston as the stuff of science fiction.
2: During my conversations with Helen Geis, his mother, she brought me a telegram, these are the days of telegram, from Vernon Mark. She had written him and said, I hear my son is undergoing surgery, can you please tell me about it? And the telegram said, Don't worry, your son is undergoing minor surgery. We have it in print.
0: The doctors outfitted Leonard with one of Dr. Delgado's Stemoceivers, which sent a steady stream of telemetered EEG data analyzed by a computer for an impending violent episode. Then the computer would decide when to remotely stimulate Leonard based on the data. The doctors note that Leonard was a landmark for them. It was the first time they were able to demonstrate that systems in the limbic brain both start and stop attack behavior in man.
2: Then I found a very obscure article by these men, maybe so obscure they didn't expect anybody would find it, and it said that he'd become psychotic while they were stimulating him. And it described how he was saying, I don't want this anymore, I don't want this anymore.
0: Egregious lack of consent aside, Now they had a remote trigger for human aggression, a type of activation of a human being by remote electronic means. Just like one of the major goals of the CIA's MKUltra Subproject 119.
2: They would just toy with his brain. They would toy with it it while he was walking around, and he didn't know it it was turned on, so he didn't even know it was happening to him.
4: basically a trained monkey.
0: For months, Mark and Irvin remotely stimulated Leonard's brain by computer, meticulously figuring out what each electrode could do. Some made him feel like he was losing control. Others, like he was floating on a cloud. It was during this stimulation-induced relaxation that the doctors suggested making destructive lesions in the medial portion of both of Leonard's amygdalas. While under the influence of stimulation, Leonard agreed to the surgery, even Mark and Irvin admit in their book that after the stimulation wore off, the idea of anyone's making a destructive lesion in his brain enraged him, and it took many weeks of patient explanation before Leonard finally accepted the idea of bilateral lesions.
2: And then he became peaceful and accepted the treatment after they stimulated him enough. This is key, folks. Passivity, docility, obedience is key to this entire process.
0: Leonard's wife was also and brought in and supposedly, supposedly now, threatened micro. to leave him if he didn't consent to the treatment.
3: Right, Trish, macro, Leonard believed
2: now. that his wife... That's what the jab's all about,
4: folks. Leonard's about wife the jab here. denied
2: it. And sent him to her psychiatrist. Her psychiatrist.
4: I'm going to move a little bit forward here. I want to Leonard get
2: had been in conflict with his wife, but he'd done nothing.
4: You know, Leonard, you can look up Leonard, but we want to get a little further on into
3: California. We want to move to California now, okay? We want to get to California mind control. And that of a radar dish, both constantly searching for new data inputs. Wiener began to theorize a complicated harmonic analysis of these EEG waveforms. Harmonic analysis accounted for the transmission of information in a whole new way, which eventually connected with the core cybernetic principle of feedback. And we must get rid of any notion straight away that control is something imposed on the system from outside. Uh It has to be built into it. It's called feedback And feedback is ubiquitous in control systems. If one could modify the way the brain processed signals, one could program the brain, the behaving entity, just like the equipment in missile control rooms and just like the experimental animals who'd been conditioned to perform predictable behaviors in the lab. By 1955, Norbert Wiener, Who'd long ago sworn off work on, quote, weapons of war, despite his continued collaboration with the very military technicians and defense contractors. While who planning made those war, weapons, had they're trying the to make man peaceful of a by invading new the device, brain and then they decided they have, they have to burn it. They have to burn the John brain Barley to really make and it better. Right. An later, they will find out what nanotechnology can do. Communication Biophysics Laboratory. Mary Brazier too, would work on this big project, which would become one of the Cold War's least known, but most powerful secret weapons. They called it the Auto-Correlator. The apparatus this made the enormous cloud. Movie, the two the dozen correlators in the Rapid Repeater,
1: the central processing unit that correlated one waveform with another, chatted incessantly among themselves. The clanking kept up for 20 minutes for each correlation, until the machine spit out its completed correlogram and came to a thumping, self-satisfied halt. Norbert <laughs> Wiener loved the racket. He was captivated. He was absolutely fixed on the printout as it was coming out. Wiener's goal for the project was nothing less than to find the Rosetta Stone for the
3: script of the brainwaves. A machine that analyzed brainwaves in analog mode. As authors Conway and Siegelman wrote, the correlator was Wiener's baby the first analog computer to apply his statistical methods automatically to the analysis of brain function. Wiener considered the machine to be the most significant work of all the things he had ever accomplished. It took Norbert Wiener 25 years to crack the code of EEGs. It was the culmination of cybernetic research that he and Arturo Rosenbluth had begun on automata and feedback more than a decade earlier leading up to the first Macy's cybernetics meeting on cerebral inhibition in 1942. In cybernetic terms, EEG represented the first known language, which was not symbolic, but rather communicated directly and powerfully in its expression. The autocorrelator now made it possible to interpret brainwaves intelligently and automatically via computer. And for that computer to send a reciprocal response back through EEG to excite or inhibit brain activity. And when Mary Brazier transferred to UCLA for the, the, the opening of, of Goons Brain Research Institute, special, so she brought it the auto kind of, core. You know, and with then we're talk about it. years later, but, uh, all of this would have grave consequences were, for Leonard Kyle. They turned targeted. Into understand that uh,
4: you're part a of a shell program
2: okay. of a human being where the spirit was still there but it couldn't peep out very well through the tangled wires the murdered brain cells
4: the spirit was he still was there but it couldn't it couldn't and he was violent when it restrained at times express itself never
2: been anything like that never been anything like that
0: Yep. The Boston Violence Project continued with funding through the NIH and the LEAA. Dr. William Sweet was Sound so familiar? powerful and had friends in such high places that in 1971 he was able to directly petition Congress for funds for their violence study, bypassing the ordinary process. There you go. The project, unlike your average scientific and medical proposals of the day, was aided by an organized political campaign to garner congressional support run by one of Washington's top lobbyists.
2: These guys went to Congress. They got a direct science grant from Congress. Congress doesn't give grants for scientific research. Anybody here they like, like Congress? came up with $500,000. They gave it to NIMH. Completely really bypassed Mind all control, the review Central. processes of NIH and said, you'll give it to... Mark, Irvin, and Sweet for their Have research. you noticed the dulling? This
0: is how high up the chain this project truly went. There you go. All of this despite the fact that brain lesions such as Leonard's were well known for years to cause something called Kluver-Busey syndrome. In 1939, psychologist and mescaline researcher Heinrich Kluver... A core member of the Macy Cybernetics, We're coming up to the
4: grand group, colleague finale, colleague neurosurgeon folks, the grand finale. Pucci observed
0: that monkeys who received bilateral temporal limbic lesions fell victim no. to a I mean, multitude of permanent behavioral effects, including everything Here from the to psychic blindness or the inability Which to appropriately recognize answers. the emotional importance of events, such as the ability to feel fear. The same effects were produced when lesions were burned into the amygdala as well.
2: Mm -hmm. Now I found myself looking at what looked like one of the worst, most egregious, involuntary, brutal experiments ever reported in the medical literature. And nobody but me that I could find anywhere seemed to be bothered by it.
0: One unlikely source of concern came in the form of neurologist Dr. Ernst Rodin. Who visited the Boston group after reading Violence in the Brain, hoping to gain information about a similar experiment he planned to run on violent sex offenders out into of the, the Lafayette Clinic in Detroit? Dr. Rodin came away with a very different picture of what was actually going on in Boston than what was reported in Mark and Irvin's book. The nursing staff informed him that, despite supposedly being a treatment of violent see. criminals, None of the 35 patients in Mark and Irvin's initial study were violent criminals, or even truly violent people. Dr. Ira Sherwin, the Boston Project's head neurologist, concurred with the nurses and stated that he was not aware of any genuinely successful cases, including Julia S. and Thomas R. Of violence in the brain and Mark and Irvin's research, Dr. Rodin concluded, We have been misled. Maybe now is a good time to mention that, just like Drs. Heath and Delgado, a FOIA request to the CIA regarding any contract work done by doctors Mark, Irvin, or Sweet for the agency was returned with a statement that the agency CIA. could neither confirm nor deny that the men had ever worked for them.
4: CIA. So we have
2: these American surgeons, some of the most famous in the country, getting funding from a combination of NIMH and the justice. Can you imagine anything more totalitarian than putting psychiatry and justice together? By
0: 1972, internal LEAA memos show that the agency decided not to renew Mark Irvin & Sweet's funding. Due to, among other things, the fact that they discovered Dr. Irvin was vacating the Boston Project without informing the LEAA. To take up a new position at UCLA in addition to evidence of the misuse of federal funds, including the fact that Irvin had used grant money to purchase equipment from a firm in which he was the major stockholder. The agency also noted that despite being proposed as the entire point of their research, the present proposal contains no attempt to develop treatment or follow-up procedures for the patients involved. Because, as it should be glaringly obvious by now, That is not what this was ever about.
4: Oh, yes. The psycho-civilized society. But we must be clean psychologically, you see. And the advent of LSD is the next chapter, I believe, as we uh, head to UCLA. By storm. And
1: uh it is amazing. In chimpanzee batty, brain waves telemetered from the left and right amygdala, were received and automatically analyzed by an online analog computer. This instrument was instructed to recognize a specific pattern of waves. The computer was also instructed to activate a stimulator. Each time the waves appeared, radio signals were sent to Paddy's brain to stimulate a point known to have negative reinforcing properties. Electrical stimulation of one cerebral structure was contingent of specific I ask you, what is EEG patterns in another area of the brain. And the whole process of identification of information and command of action was
4: decided by the online computer. That's why I say most people are mind-controlled. In this process,
0: Patty's very capacity for carrying out certain behaviors was drastically and rapidly altered through a very sophisticated form of computer-driven conditioning, which continued until the offending brain activity was no longer physically possible.
1: Two hours after the brain to computer feedback was established, activity in the amygdaloid nucleus was reduced to fifty percent. Six days later, with daily two-hour periods of feedback, drastically reduced to only 1% of normal occurrence. In other words, dumb them down. The experiment
0: showed how brainwaves could be singled out and virtually eradicated. Using the autocorrelator, EEG expression was filtered, altered, and domesticated.
4: Yeah, tamed. Just like you wonder why they won't line up to get the jab, right? Even though it's going to kill some of them? They're completely mind controlled, obviously. 100% programmed. And of course, to get
0: to the these project results. Project moves forward.
1: There's a tamper with
4: mines. <laughs> but no matter what the cost, the American people are prepared to pay the price of victory. Yes. While we're getting ready for war.
3: To accept
4: While we're in a Cold War. treatments
1: that do nothing but destroy brain tissue and dehumanize
4: people. Let us mark toward the clean world our hands can make. Yes. A evil that one. you've never There's seen. More evil one. than
0: today. And but so it's just
4: more seen the right now to do that. That? More acknowledged here because we're going through facts.
0: Leonard would die three decades later at the age of 65 at the Bedford VA just outside Boston, having spent the latter half of his life a totally disabled, heavily medicated mental patient in Mm -hmm. a psych ward.
4: Yeah, well, that's a fitting result.
0: Despite having completely ruined a man's life after mutilating his brain, Doctors Mark and Irvin continued to publish success stories about Leonard's case up until at least 1975.
2: But I wouldn't, even if they were convicted of murder, want to unleash these psychosurgeons on them. There are protections against cruel and unusual punishment. Believe me. It is cruel have done to you what was done to Leonard Kyle than to be put to death. It's crueler and more hopeless
4: and more horrible. Yeah, okay, well, what would this old guy say today?
0: In May 1972, Dr. William Sweet again personally approached the Senate Labor and Health Education and Welfare Appropriations Committee for more money. This time, Sweet was asking for a million dollars to branch out to open a series of violence institutes like the Boston Project for the study of violent behavior across the nation. Here it comes. Sweet stated on the record that his appearance go. before Congress was on behalf of not just himself and Watch colleagues at Harvard and MGH, including Dr. Vernon Mark, but also the Brain Research Institute of UCLA, ah! in addition to UCLA's Neuropsychiatric <laughs> Institute, under the medical direction of Dr. Louis Jollyon-West.
4: Yeah!
0: Dr. Okay. West spent his entire Doctor career, West. first in the military and later in academia, researching all manner of behavior modification. Everything from cults to connoisseurs, control folks. techniques, dissociation, hypnosis, <coughs> sensory deprivation, hallucinogens, for which he attended cybernetician Frank Fremont Smith's Macy's <laughs> conference on LSD, social engineering, and more. As a psychiatrist, Dr. West reportedly examined Lee Harvey Oswald's assassin, Jack Ooh. Ruby, homicidal cult leader Charles Manson, infamous kidnap victim Patty Hearst, the man convicted of assassinating RFK Sirhan uh, Sirhan, and even convicted Oklahoma City bomber Timothy McVeigh.
4: Yes, sir. He
0: also reportedly monitored Height-Ashbury's so-called Acid Ghetto before Mm. and during the Summer of Love. They
4: provided the LSD, by the way, for that.
0: It wouldn't be revealed until years later that Dr. West was involved in CIA MK Ultra Research that he was the main contractor in charge of Subproject 43 with a top-secret clearance, a project involving the altering of personality through sensory isolation and environmental manipulation, including the use of drugs and hypnosis. Dr. West's book, Hallucinations, is dedicated to aforementioned cybernetician Heinrich Kluver, of Kluver-Busey Syndrome fame. Unsurprisingly, right on cue, Dr. Irvin and other Boston Project associates were on their way to California ahead of Dr. West's new project, mm-hmm. as mentioned by Dr. Sweet to Congress. Gets better. The Center for the Study and Reduction of Violence at UCLA. Sounding just like doctors Mark Irvin, Sweet, and Delgado... Dr. West decried the growing plague of violence as our greatest ill, Here we go. and claimed his was just the project President LBJ's Violence Commission had called for to cure it. The massive project would take many of the same ideas from Boston and expand them to screening the general population at large in the name of preventing, detecting, controlling, and not just treating, but pre-treating all manner of antisocial and violent behavior. And that's where you come in! stop it before it could occur. Oh. Broad in scope, the project called for experimenting on people of all ages and from all sectors of society, Here including children, menstruating women, anyone deemed predisposed to alcoholism, this
4: was criminals,
0: mental patients, people diagnosed with brain disease and dysfunction, and more. Race was obviously considered a cause of violence, as the project involved plans to monitor students and introduce experimental anti-violence treatment programs at two different junior high schools, one in a predominantly black ethnic area and the other in a predominantly Chicano area. A wide variety of experimental treatment methods would be employed, including everything from newly developed but unapproved chemical castration drugs... To monitoring, quote, abnormal electrical brain activity, specifically using surgical intervention by implanting tiny electrodes deep within the brain, end quote. Dr. West noted, it is even possible to record bioelectrical changes in the brains of freely moving subjects through the use of remote monitoring techniques.
4: Oh, really? Sound
0: familiar? A full third of the research projects the center ostensibly planned to carry out were based upon attempts to link violence prediction to what they deemed abnormal brain waves.
2: Irvin, for example, made remarks that, to the effect that being a do-gooder or goody-two-shoes or nice to people, that was a pretty good idea, but you wouldn't get any money from that. So they knew that. The way to get money was to play on political and social fears and on racism. And these men are just riding that horse of violence. Riding that horse of, I'm right, you're wrong. I'm white, you're black. Familiar? I'm a neurosurgeon, you're a nobody. think they're just riding all of those... We're back in the 70s, Integrating it into... Back in the you getting it? it, in you getting it? Totalitarian philosophies...
0: The Nazi, ultimate goal Nazi, of all this Nazi. research was described as the ability to predict violent behavior, the development of mass screenings for the general public in order to officially label any violence-prone individuals of all ages before they actually committed an act of violence, and then initiate preventative treatment in the form of behavior modification of such individuals, <laughs> even though they had not committed any here's crimes where your or done comes anything in, wrong yet. For many opponents, the UCLA project was a real-life version of the Stanley Kubrick film, A Clockwork Orange.
4: Precisely. The
0: center was described in a congressional hearing as a laboratory for the Department of Corrections and law enforcement officials with the diaphanous veneer of UCLA. Mm. Prisoners and patients at state hospitals and medical correctional facilities would also be used as guinea pigs for experimental research. Including Camarillo. those being held at Vacaville, Camarillo, and Atascadero. Vacaville and at had recently MPI, had maximum psychiatric diagnostic unit shut down, following public outcry after it came to light that three prisoners had been amygdalatomized to inhibit their aggressive tendencies in 1968 that means the with burned, disastrous results. Burned out. All of which the burned. prison attempted to deny ever happened burned. at first.
2: One of the things that I had not imagined early on was all of this might have political implications. It didn't dawn on me. I'm embarrassed at how naive I was about life. I had no idea the treachery of of outstanding people in the field of medicine, psychiatry, neurology, neurosurgery.
0: Through all of this, Dr. Bregan continued to publish articles and make public appearances speaking out against the Orwellian Violence Centers and their experimental treatments.
2: I was not going to stop. I was just not going
4: to stop about this.
0: Again, unsurprisingly, in the initial proposal dated...
4: Okay, and uh, to me it was the uh, UCLA NPI, Dr. Julian West, the focus on um, uh, pre-crime and pre-violence uh, giving way toward funding for mass social control a la a totalitarian state i.e. they'll judge you and they will rule over you and you won't be able to have anything to do uh, to say about it um, and then there are underground bases too they're underground underground i'd, I'd say laboratories um, west wanted to use the nike missile base up in the hills of uh, the santa monica mountains um, to do experiments and continue experiments underground in that You know, down in that uh, missile bay, there's like an underground thing there. To continue these experiments in a clandestine manner, he also uh, uh, was at the uh, uh, prison center in uh, Lancaster, mainly uh, putting uh, electrodes in black men's heads, uh, figuring the violence came from black and Chicano, uh, you know, Mexican-American, Hispanic, and black uh, neighborhoods in los angeles and and and, f- and worked with uh, ronald reagan uh yeah all the, all those of you who praise reagan um you know good luck with that with ronald reagan um giving him the uh the okay for you know uh, this is you know and all of this okay this entire uh program continued on to get even more funding after this documentary now this documentary is so uh, you can find it online two years old and it's by um, uh, Aaron and Melissa Dykes. And um, it was a uh, producer, Mike, sent it to me. He said, the last 45 minutes, which you've been hearing, will make your hair stand on end. And um, I'm just tying it together now with where we are today. See, that never went away. In other words, NPI. Now, NPI became another center. You'll remember Kanye West when he cracked up, i.e. had a moment of truth, okay? He had a panic attacks same with me when i was writing society i had panic attacks that 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 i wasn't in the truth because i had been brainwashed okay brainwashed uh, i had been trauma based mind controlled not just you know brainwashed means trauma uh they put me in many um isolation situations and um you know figuring that that also you know it, it was like you know with 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 respect to the entire industry the, the psychiatric law enforcement, you know, uh, um, U.S. government, Congress industry. Uh, it was really, you know, based on authoritarian, totalitarian social control with the illusion, the mind control, that people have a choice or they have a democracy. They've never, not in my lifetime, there's been no democracy ever. It's all been, um, you know, outcome controlled. It's all, it's all been pre-controlled. And so you know, as a result um you know we'd like to believe in it, and you know you know one of the big mind control programs they use is patriotism, and we can get into that a little bit, and you know it's uh it's it's unfortunate people get you know angry when you start talking about any of this stuff because they don't want to think that they live in a shitty fucking environment, they want to think America's the greatest country on earth, and they don't realize the greatest atrocities done to mankind has been done through America. And they don't understand how can that be? Uh, well, you say, well, wait a bit. Hitler killed all these Jews. Well, Hitler killed a lot of people, but we finance Hitler, meaning the, the USA. Hitler is part of the American military industrial complex. You see what I mean? They're ahead of you. They're ahead of all of us by decades. So everything they're doing, you can't see what they're doing. To you, uh, in your little world, it looks like you, know, you have some kind of choice. You live in a democracy. You can wave your flag. But you have no freedom. Zero. And you never did. You just believed it. When, when uh, the Truman Show is produced, the whole point of that was to show Truman as every man, not Truman as a targeted individual, a guy over there, a guy over here. Truman is every man. That's I, I'm surprised that many people thought Truman is that weirdo over there, the oddball. No, Truman is you, every man, the population, and the controllers, right, of the Truman Show is the military-industrial complex of the doctors, who are, like I say, ahead of you by years in terms of implementing programs that will affect you. And then you've all fallen out. Every single person that that is out there right now, in the sound of my voice, is under some form of mind control and they don't know it. It could be severe, i.e., yes, all for you. I'm going to be a patriot and take the jab because it's the patriotic thing to do. And if you love your family and love your neighbors, you'll take it. This is blatant. Blatant. CIA op. Mind control. Blatant. Okay? Meanwhile, while that's going on, you're being showered in nanoparticles, right, to magnetize your body so that they can use, uh, you know, uh, electric magnetic waves, i.e. 5G or whatever else they have, you know, whatever else is usable, to do a mass experiment on human behavior, which is going on now. Right now, it's it's a, like a laboratory that's basically trying to get all human behavior to to get into line. And the totalitarian nature of it is any one that seems immune from it is to be eliminated because why because they're trying to conf- they're trying to create a new human race you know a new human um, hybridized uh, race that's connected to the uh, digital uh, to the biological as one because they need as you saw they had evidence of the soul through their uh, 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 experiments okay but what did they try to do to the soul according to this man that you know they basically were squelching the soul by burning the brain so the soul could not express itself through that vessel that body why would someone do that to contain that soul to contain that soul in a prison in other words not getting rid of the soul but containing it to do the will of the bad guys which is uh the bad guys is the u.s government uh, the Cong- you know, the Congress, the, the, especially the U.S. military, the Pentagon, FBI, CIA, all that. Th- that is the enemy. But that was the enemy before you even born. You know, when there was a, you know, a problem in New Orleans with you know, Hurricane Katrina for an experiment, they went down and collected everyone's guns. Did anyone have any say on that? That's not democracy. That's totalitarianism. They let you have guns to make you think you have some kind of freedom so you won't act up, so you won't try to take your country back, so to speak. Uh, when they did the January 6th PSYOP, there's actually probably half the Americans believe that there was an insurgence uh, at the uh, Capitol building on January 6th. They actually believe that that was a real thing and that America was in the greatest danger it's ever been in, even more so than Pearl Harbor. They actually believe that. Okay, that level of mind control that they're under you cannot recover from. they're dead already. They'll take the jab, they'll do whatever. But once you take the jab, that's kind of it. That's kind of your last and I'm sorry, for you guys who have taken the jab, get some help. There's help out there to undo the damage of the uh, spike protein. but if you take the jab and just keep going along with them, I, you know you're basically meat in their uh, commodity uh, exchange. That's all you are. And you're not you anymore. but I mean but see, there's something with the soul that's important here. By burning the amygdalas left and right, you know they con- using that to contain the soul. But notice that, and the soul can't get out, and 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 it, you know it's trapped in this body where it has no choice whatsoever. Where you, you know because the soul is how you express yourself in music, you know, and 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 speaking on a podcast, in uh, in in uh, you know you know you know uh, arts, I, I guess in general arts. In humanities and you know studying uh, you know doing a research for a book or any of those things you're kind of led by your soul you know when you connect up spiritually you're connecting your soul right you you're, you realize there's a whole other world that, that there's in this invisible soul that's you that's part of this other world that you can't see and so you you try to find a way to explain that to yourself and uh, and the society says you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong you are wrong you are wrong you are wrong and through behavior modification, they get you to not believe in anything like a soul or God. or It's not just God. It's not just Jesus. It's the soul or anything. So right now, we live in a 100% you know, worse than Nazi Germany totalitarian state, where people still think they have a choice because they can get some French fries. So I, I got to tell you, I have to tell you, I just have to tell you, please, listen. You are under a complete 100% lockdown right now. You have the illusion that you can walk around and do things, but it's, it's, you're surveilled by not just one, not just two, but by hundreds and even thousands of uh, military-industrial complex or global complex agencies that spy on every single one of you every day and take data from you from the nanotechnology that you breathed in and whatever. They already take data from you, and they send data to you. Only way you're going to break this mind control... Is you're going to have to to rely on the spiritual, and the spiritual battle. That's where it can be fought, because God will not allow you. Now, listen to me now. God will not allow you. Yes, God is real, and God will not allow you to to not have some way of fighting back, some way of of having dignity, some way of having, you know, a a, a life. Some way because that's the uh, the, the the essence of creation. If it went all the way to the dark side of totalitarianism, i.e. America, uh, which is the dark side, um, I'm sorry to tell you this. America was conquered, you know, officially. But, I mean, you know, decades and decades. I mean, back in the 30s and 40s, I mean, it's been a conquered world. We had totalitarianism in the 30s and the 40s, you know, for the war effort. Remember that? Well, you weren't around. But, I mean, yeah, everything was about the war effort and while they were doing this war effort thing that we got to go be violent and start killing people they're doing they're doing experiments on uh you, you know to stop people from rioting and and implanting them with chips to make them docile which was the subject of uh, uh of the uh uh 1968 uh clockwork record Stanley Kubrick movie which was uh, incredibly prescient but you know basic based on the re- based on this whole horrific uh, aspect. in fact the 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 Anthony Burgess the writer of the, the book A Clockwork Orange you know he had been studying I mean he was a, a literary guy you know uh, uh, but he had been studying this subject and felt this was really a great subject what, what's really good is when you study a subject and then you say well that would be a good thing for a movie like Michael Crichton doing that patient you know that became the terminal man right because they they experiment on his brain but what's the point The point is to make people docile and accept, hello, dull, have you heard the word dull? Docile and accept the the, the reality that this is a totalitarian regime and you do what you're told. Okay, the idea of eliminating choice completely, eliminating uh, children and and making every single human being on this earth recognize that until you get permission to... uh, be an author, to be a doctor, to be a film director, to be a this or that. Until you have official permission from the pyramid, uh, you will be, um, you know, you will be pounded into the ground. Now, who pounds you into the ground? The willing slaves do, the people that made Biden win. All those people in all those precincts, they will make sure that your project doesn't succeed, whether it be scientific, arts, humanities, you know, uh, inventions especially, uh, get quashed. Why do they get quashed? Because you didn't get permission from the system. You have no freedom, folks. And you never did. And you never will until you understand this. That's why I had to go back Gosh, it brings back such memories for me. Oh, holy moly. I was right there in 1968 being experimented on. But then again, so is most of Los Angeles. This Louis Joliet West was, was parading around, too. He, You know, he got into high society. I think I told you that. Here's stuff you're never going to hear from these documentaries. Yeah, uh, because the daughter one of them. I don't know whatever happened to her, so I, I have no idea. You know, I didn't keep following and I I would get every time I try to follow the West family I get triggered somehow. No, I had been to the, the house in, in, in Bel Air this just up over uh, uh Marymount uh, high school and, and, and looking down toward you could see the tower of the NPI building at UCLA from the, the house. It was not the expensive area of Bel Air, but there's like a, a subdivisions up there. And I can't tell you exactly where it It's up, you know, above sunset there. And uh, that was a weird thing. I just remember a uh, pretty girl, too. But, you know, the, the problem with her is she was my, uh, you know, she was, I mean, even at that age as a teenager, that was like really, be, I was being handled, you know. I was being given LSD. And then and train like a trained robot, you know, and and uh, you know, and, and she was part of that. I mean, it's, it's unreal. But you know, this was all. And then, like you heard about all the different uh, state hospitals, Camarillo, Atascadero, all these, you know, these these uh, psychiatric centers were. And this is why I tried to explain to people, but they they don't seem to hear what I'm saying, and I I just can't believe it. You know, I've, I've tried to tell them the hospitals are run. As I tried to tell um, a, a semi-famous author this the other day. They are, the, the, those hospitals are run by the CIA and and always have, and they're used for experimentation. Otherwise they wouldn't do, Uh, uh you, you know, have, you know, when I was uh, involved in that, uh, they were doing psychosurgeries, you know, like lobotomies still. And they were doing, um, you know, uh, shock treatments, basically, and, you know, on the same, you know, uh, you know, there's a, also a number of private hospitals, which, of course, are completely, you know, illegal if there's no oversight, that would continue experiments. And all the people from Operation Paperclip, you know, the Nazis, okay? Hello, this is all Nazi. Does anyone understand that? Nazi is not Germany. It's, it's, a, it's a bigger than that. It's, a, it's alive and well, thank you. And, the, you know, basically Operation Paperclip, you get all these, uh, you know, these these uh, psychiatrists that are, you know, had been in the military-industrial complex. You know, they, they served in the military, just every, everyone that, that I had had served in the military. I mean, all it was an uncanny. I mean, just like there was never one that didn't, that wasn't, in, you know, high, highly into it. So all of Los Angeles was, you know, basically an experiment at that time. And um, you know, all that you see now with the vaccine and the covid and this is why we need to pull it together for mind control Friday. Everything with the covid and and all that that's going on is all about uh basically mass-based mind control or the mass connection of the uh, biological to the digital and 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 you know, f- for the purpose of total authoritarian totalitarian control of beyond peak Orwell. Right, if you can damage everyone's brain, which is what they're doing. If you can damage everyone's brain, then they you know, and they can squelch the soul. That that thing of freedom comes from the soul, that thing of love comes from the soul, that thing inside you that you know, that that if they can if they can somehow, you know, make your body a prison for that soul, that's their goal. These people are beyond evil. They should have been exterminated a long time ago. God should never have allowed them to live. How dark they are, how bad they are, but the problem is is that when people get into positions of power, they become like that. they get like like and what's the what's the what's the demonic side of man when he gets control like that? He wants to make people into guinea pigs, doesn't he? He wants to make them into having no choice. he wants to make them into electrode um, electroded trained monkeys. And so I don't mean to laugh when I go to downtown Santa Fe or you know or anywhere I have I happen to be, I, I I but you know if I didn't have my humor, which I'm a very humorous guy, you know, I, I like laughing. You know, like if, if people that know me on a daily basis, they say you're always laughing about something. I say, well, you know what? It's better than crying. I also cry. I don't like crying. I like laughing. And I find it hilarious watching the people of New Mexico go around doing what they're told. I mean, I know, I know it's sad. And I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't get secret amusement from it. But, uh, you know, remember this, though. Not that long ago, these were the people laughing at me. There is a kind of a vengeance going on here. I don't even want to acknowledge it because I'm afraid that I don't want to get into it and be punished by God, you know what I mean? I do fear the Lord. But there is a vengeance. I think the COVID thing is a vengeance against the wicked. Okay, now I I know that I'm in territory now that will make people's blood boil with anger against me, but I'm just the messenger. Why do you think God sent me to the earth in the first place? It was to observe all this. Why was I, you know, living you know, in the middle of high society of Beverly Hills and and UCLA. And and by the way, my mother graduated UCLA. My father, USC, you know, and they were kind of adversarial. They they were the most, I mean, they were a great case in this. I mean, they were a great case. Them and their friends were, it just uh, absolutely had this sort of, you know, post-World War II elite socialite status. And I've got a lot of clippings of them in the newspapers, just acting like fools. And um and to watch their downfall, you know, which I did. It's, it's really pretty No, I don't think really sad because you know what? They needed their they needed to have their comeuppance. You know, they, they 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 needed to be reminded of the thing they participated in. And uh and, you know, they became very paranoid in their lives. They they realized that they had uh you know, it's kind of like you know the, the the people that are involved in this system, even if tangentially, like you know, these people they were involved in you know business and different things, not not anything like sciences and hurting people. But see, they all know they're part of a uh, of a of a of a group that's doing evil. They're part of the ruling class, if you will, and to watch them removed from that status, and now we have a new ruling class. You know what I mean? But they're the same: the ruling class, the Black Lives Matter, the woke, all that. That's 100% um, uh, you know, classic CIA mind control. I mean, classic. When I say CIA, it's because they were involved in all the mind control. And, you know, you saw how Dr. Joliet West was involved. I mean, the hits keep on coming. Sirhan Sirhan, you know, right? Bobby Kennedy, right? And you had, uh, you know, all the way through Timothy McVeigh. Remember, remember they didn't mention uh, Jonathan Hinckley, remember? He was a uh, Hinckley psychiatrist, too. Remember Catcher in the Rye? How about the guy that blew away John Lennon? Mark David Chapman, who could forget that? And what did he like? Catcher in the rye. Wasn't that interesting? I, you know what I mean? Using different things for, for control and uh, then letting them loose. And how about this today? Uh, FBI and uh, so when I say CIA, I mean uh, CIA, NSA, FBI, you know, alphabet soup. So, you know, right now we're in the time of false flags, right? False flags where they, they usually would get a Manchurian candidate to go shoot up a school. Uh, Get a white kid to go shoot up a a black church. You know what I mean? That's classic uh, USA government. That's good old USA, baby. That's the USA today. They run things. Ted Cruz doesn't run anything. Trump doesn't run anything. Okay? And he sold you all out. The day that he closed down the economy and he bowed down to Fauci and Gates. And Gates and Fauci is exactly what I mean. The minute he bowed down to the to the to to the system to his, you know, brethren there. Right? Those are his brethren. The minute he he had to bow down to them. You know, this is like a masonic thing, I guess, you know, you, you don't you don't, right? You have to when you have a higher-ranking uh, brother, you have to do what they tell you. Oh, yeah, another form of slavery. Hello. Okay, so for those of you who like freebasing, there's nothing free about it, being a slave and basically having to do the bidding of, you know, Lucifer. And basically that's what, you know, the minute he shut down the U.S. economy and, and played ball and, and you had his, you know, basically was emasculated as he sat back behind Burks and, and Fauci, remember, and they were running things, And then they ceded all the power to the governors, but the governors would not all get in line. Oh, there's a whole talk there. But listen, the guy sold you out, man. You know, he is responsible for all the fucking jabs going on that are hurting people. And you know something? He knows it. And he's taking the side of, well, we might have a few casualties, but at least we don't have this COVID thing let me that's not even what's going on what's going on is they've threatened to launch a real bioweapon if they if people don't take the jab that's what they're scared of okay i'll repeat that so that i'm sick of hearing people talk on the radio and they have this wrong let's back up one second let's get it right they're afraid of a mass extinction event caused by them they're threatened with if they don't get people to take the jab if you take the jab you get to live and not everyone's going to live, but some will. So that's why they made that choice. They're not crazy. This is not a nightmare that you can't understand. You can very well understand this. The powers that be have been threatened that if they do not get every single one. Where's the jab and all this coming from? It's from who wants to magnetize the human who wants to hook it up the bio digital hybrid situation? Who in the Bible? Let's go to the Bible. For God's sakes, at least there we know we have accuracy. Genesis 6. Okay? Biological experiments. Okay? The, the, the hybridization. Hybrids. The Nephilim. All that. It's real. Giants. Real. Uh, you know, uh, uh, David and Goliath is real. It's all real. Okay? So those fuckers, and you don't want to mess with that. Yeah, because they could just kill, you know, hundreds of millions of people. They're just like, you know, they're just, uh, you know, they're they're just, they are total authoritarian. You know, the world jumped into bed for them with the technology, i.e. Nazis first, and then everyone joining the Nazis, Nazis, Nazi, 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 Nazi. When you're a Nazi, you not see. So they all joined the Nazis. And now they've been put in a corner, which is in this chess match, it's this, this. You know, you either take the jab and take your chances, and yeah, it'll, it, you know, the human race may be thinned out, but, you know, you'll, you'll be able to go on. Or it's the end of you, meaning them specific, meaning Biden the end of Biden and his family and Washington, D.C. and the rest of it would be burned to a crisp. So that's why they're, they're doing everything they can do to force you to have the vaccine because they will lose everything that they have uh, cheated and killed for and done harm for and been bad fucking people for. They will lose everything if they don't get you jabbed. They either get you jabbed or they go down. That's the bind they're in. Otherwise, it wouldn't be like this. We have commercials and people singing. But yeah, I mean, I get amusement out of it. I see how stupid people are. It's, it's, you can make a case that they don't deserve to live if they're that stupid, right? No other animal in the world can be as stupid as man. And they don't get to live if they're that stupid. Why should man live? You can make that argument. I mean, that's a good argument to make. Man has fallen in the evolutionary, you know, Sort of uh, not evolutionary, but sort of the 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 the, the uh, I don't want to use that word because that's Darwinian, and Darwin was a sellout. A, um, I guess the best way to look at it would be survival of the fittest. You know, the 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 fittest have, are not fit anymore, and if they're if you're not mentally fit, you you really will be extinct. That that itself is an extinction level event, right there, becoming stupid. And I think when you get this, uh, j- by the time you get the jab, you've proven not only are you stupid, but you've proven that you're the dumbest of the dumb, and really have no point. There's no, there's no after after the there is no after the jab. After the jab is just basically electronic experimentation, getting you to go left, right, straight, just control after that. And then there's going to be further jabs and further. It's it's not just the jab. What it is is it's 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 the Hybridization of human through nanotechnology and and uh, y- you know use of luciferase nanotechnology na- nanobots to connect human and really the human soul because we're containers of the soul to uh, the the quantum uh, world, which by the way is what Girl Next is all about. But I, it's so funny, I haven't had one person able to decipher Girl Next properly. That's sad. I mean, there's not one person that seemed to understand that the very thing I'm talking about is what's going on in that movie. And it's not in your face. I mean, it's not there to lecture anyone. It's just funny that people don't seem to understand. It's spelled out at the dinner table scene, right? It's as clear as we can make it that it's all about, you know, you know, mind control, macro control, not micro not making a Sophia doll, but it's about mass control. What's the whole purpose of mass control? To connect the 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 uh, you, you know the, the the biosphere with the digital sphere, and and that's been very clear. And that the entire movie of Girl Next, they are under observation by you know the ci the bad guys that they're under their control the whole time. And people don't seem to you know. It's, I'm like they just say oh, the story wandered off in this direction, that direction. I couldn't have, I mean, who could figure it's so confused? I didn't even care anymore. I don't, It's not my kind of movie, you know? Because we didn't do this like, you know, this sort of uh, Me Too movement. Uh, girl gets kidnapped and she fights her way out of it. You know, I mean, she does. She does a great show. She she gets vengeance. <laughs> it's, it's tough. It's wonderful. But it's about a lot of ideas that are handled very succinctly and I'm just horrified, not by you guys. I'm not talking about my, you know, it's there for poor listeners, you know, because you guys, we all talk and we're all on the same page. And, you know, I'm not talking about you guys at all. I'm talking about the general, you know, people that make comments, you know, people that like reviewers that slam it and stuff. I've, I'm just like, God, this guy really is that stupid. He's really that fucking dumb as a human being. How in the world does he even, not let, let alone tie his shoelaces, but how does he feed himself? How does he know what to do to have sex? You know what, what's he going to do to survive? That's what I wonder about. If they're that that completely unbelievably ignorant when they encounter the uh, the, the the movie, I guess. And if they walk, watch Clockwork Orange, they wouldn't believe it's about all of this, right? They would just think it's a, it's about this one character and one one little isolated incident, wouldn't they? Oh my God. <laughs> To have a good story, you need irony, right? And Girl Next is filled with irony, which they don't understand either. And so when they don't understand it, they put it down. Oh, that's a bad movie. One half a star. Because they don't comprehend that it's uh, dealing with something that is almost impossible to deal with. And, you know, I think we, 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 we we're dealing with something, but at the same time, it's the story stupid, right? It's all the characters are alive and real. and Let them do what they're going to do. And, but, but at the same time, this other thing is going on. And, you know, but, but I know I know that's a lot. And it's funny. Uh, Girl Next, uh, just touching on it. I'm hoping the next thing we do. You know, it's exciting. We got some exciting things. Girl Next has been invited to the uh, Belgrade Film Festival. That's where we shot uh, The Quantum Devil. And I just really want to get there. Does anyone have a private plane I could use? I just don't want to do the PCR test. Huh? I I have to get a passport. I haven't had a passport. I don't even know if I'm allowed to have one because the way I shoot my mouth off. So I I have no idea. But I mean, I've seen all this from an early age. You know, I mean, I've seen this up close. I mean, too close. I've been in Louis Joanne West's house. (laughs) How much closer, you know, and NPI. I I mean, you know, how much closer do you want? How much more do you want of a witness? You know, (laughs) and back then, let me tell you something. Any of these kids act up anywhere. I don't care where they are middle class, upper class, this class, that class. The system takes care of them, okay? Let me tell you that. There was no there was no freedom in 1968. Zero. Every single person that took the LSD was under observation and mind control, thinking they were free, but they were being observed and data was being taken. They didn't even know. Now, it's like a one-way mirror on us. You can't see them, but they can see you every second of your life. Every time you cry, every time you masturbate, every time you do anything, they see you. So let me tell you something. This thing was blown a long time ago. Might has been proven to be right. From the from the you know I guess I'd say the USA was conquered uh, when we finally uh, were able and, and uh, not far from uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico, in uh, Los Alamos, we learned to uh, divide the atom. When we learned to have a an atomic bomb and a hydrogen bomb and a neutron bomb and uh, you know it, it, you know ignite the universe, you know alter matter. They've wanted to alter human ever since to the point where they started with the GMOs and altering the, you know, genetically altering the food in the hopes of genetically altering you. Why do you think they made it? To have bumper crops so they could feed the world? No, they never liked the world. They never wanted a population. They like people to starve. They made it so that you'd ingest it. They want people to starve. Come on. They love it. Look at the glee and look at the bounce in Fauci's step as he sees, uh, you know, people in Pakistan dying. He loves it. Look at, uh, you know, fuck face. What's his name? The fucking dumb shit of all time. A Joe shit face, shit fuck, goddamn asshole. Look what he does. He's 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 in bed with the Afghan army now. You know, how many people have they killed? Americans. Uh, he's all, you know, He, they're all up his ass. It's unreal. He'll bend over for anything. And I'm sorry for cussing like worse than a sailor, but this stuff is really bad, man. Really bad. Like you're in hell. Only you keep painting the walls to make it look like it's not so bad. The only thing you can think of when you're in hell and the only thing you should be thinking of is how the hell am I going to get out of here? Not how do I get famous? How do I get enough Instagram followers? How can I make a go of this radio thing? You know, I should think that about the films. I don't think that. I don't. I don't. i don't, I'm just. I, you know. I don't expect anything. I just. You know. Make the films. You hope you. you can have it an ongoing and I just gotta leave it. In God's said whatever God wants me to have. That's what I'm gonna have. That's my attitude toward the whole thing. Get the opportunity to do something. It's very exciting. You do it, but you you can't, you know, you can't worry about it. You know what I mean? You can't worry. Oh, my God, they might cancel me because I said something real. The only people that get canceled are people that say real things. Not, you know, white supremacy. They like to, you know, that's all social control. All evil authoritarian control. You know, you're a white supremacist. You're kill all white people. Do this, do that. I mean, these are violent fucking... God damn abominations as humans. They're your congressman. They're your fucking president. They're the the, the, uh, the UN, all of those things. They, uh, they just want to pervert it all and make it into one big abomination to their God, which is basically wants the opposite of good, the opposite of decent, the opposite of love, all of that here. And then they get their little... Maybe it's, why do you think uh, someone like Marilyn Manson became famous? Because he started singing the praises of Satan. I love hate and I hate love, he says. Well, that's going to get you in the club, isn't it? No mystery there. If you help your fellow man destroy himself, how many people you think committed suicide based on, uh, you know, satanic uh, programming? How about millions and Millions. Nobody gives a shit about them. You know, so before you think we're so virtuous, I mean, think about how much evil is going on that we haven't done anything about. And we continue to do nothing about it. Now I'm sorry I was yelling, and I'm sorry I've cussed like that. I hate hate it when I do that. But the only reason I did that is because I just I just it's just so obvious to me what's going on. I just don't understand why. Nobody else can see it, you know. I mean, you guys, yes, you wouldn't be listening if you didn't, but I mean, you're a small sliver of the population. People should be a- applauding my talk. You know, hey, thanks, you know, that's what I was thinking. It's a uh, woken me up. Yeah, I mean, I'm doing research and maybe I'll start a potter. You know, you'd, you'd think that it would be exciting to have to to out all of a sudden, you, you know, these guys, Aaron and uh, Melissa Dykes that made this documentary, you know, there's only like, you, you know, a, a few views of it. I mean, it's it it was buried until producer Mike found it and sent it to me. I didn't know. He said, check the last 45 minutes out. I did. That's where the Julian West thing came in. Notice how they didn't really go on about West too much. Dr. West. Notice how they didn't go on too much about him. Like I had to add a lot more tidbits about it. They focus more on Boston and 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 you know the 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 beginnings of mind controlled military industrial complex. You got to be, kind of be on the East Coast, right? Because you got to go petition Congress for more money, which they're all too eager to give you. Now we got a big Robin Hood scheme going where they want to take you know tax everybody to death. That's be that would be middle class and upper middle class and you know people that own farms and businesses. And let the uh, you know the Bezoses and the the big time Satanists go. I'm sick. But why do we have to even play this this game anymore? Why can't people that are Satanists just come out and say it and just you know have admit it? Just be open about it. You know, I got my millions of dollars because I you know basically. You know, do this and that. A lot of people get killed because of me. My name is Bill Gates. And yes, I'm a total Luciferian. I want socialism for all because all good Luciferians want people to suffer. And socialism causes poverty. Thank you. Gives a good excuse to kill people. (laughs) But what I really like is pain. We know how painful it is. That's why we want to give you the (laughs) jab. Why don't just come out and be? Be real. Why not? Because Satanism is a game of deception. That's why. You're supposed to be here and think this is peaches and cream. This is great. You know, if you just fight hard enough and, you know, you know keep taking the punches and roll around and go forward anyway and you just uh, do all those good things, you'll succeed. Well, success according to whom? To me, you're already a success. I, I, you don't need to do it anymore. You're, you're already, if you're awake, you're a total success. You have you know, done what 90% of the rest of the world cannot do, you've done. You've woken up and you've faced it. Not much more we can expect from a human being. There really isn't anything else to do. I mean, you could go work at something, I suppose. But that's all, you know, who cares? You've done the main thing. You're awake and you know what you've got to do, right? You've got to get out of here. You've got to get out of here. You need a spiritual solution because... The physical is is just a failure, so the only thing, the only way out will be spiritual. That's the only way out, and uh, no guarantee, of course. And it's where faith comes in. The reason they ha- want to give you the jab so badly that they want to go door to door, you know, and 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 the reason they don't really want to shoot you is because they need a population that is jabbed to do their continued work is because every one of those politicians and every one of those governors and every one of those guys sitting on the U.N. and everybody sitting around in Germany, the source of all evil, and Klaus Schwab and all the rest of them, everything they value will be gone, they will be gone if you guys don't take the jab. And that's the rub. That's why it's so desperate. And then, of course, they want to go door-to-door for your guns, too, and door-to-door with the contact tracing. They want to be so far up your ass, you're not allowed to think any thoughts at all ever again. And they make great progress toward getting their hands on your heart. You can't even have a heartbeat without their permission, okay? And that's on, that's on you, buddy. That's on me, too. That's on us. We let that happen. Because we're pussies. We don't want to fight. You know, people make a big show of it. They shoot all their guns off on July Fourth. I mean, that's you know, like wow, we won the Revolutionary War. What the hell is that? We should ban July Fourth. Until we grow a pair, we don't celebrate that. Till we could, you know, you right? Because uh, you know, I don't know. You think God would honor a human struggle? Right now, humans aren't. The the weird thing now is all the humans I see around here are complacent. They just go along with it. They, you know, I mean, they, they just uh, give in in a minute. I mean, they don't care. They they just give in. I need... Uh, you know, even when Stanley Kubrick did, you know, Clockwork, show you how important is cinema. How important is cinema? The most important artistic medium there is is Cinema. But you see, the pandemic took away those big screens. Why? Because they don't want us getting together in places and having a shared communal experience because we might band together and wake up and that would really upset them. Uh, The people that have all the money and all the jobs and all the things and all the illegalities and all the getting off without ever having to pay like you pay. Now, you saw from this documentary earlier on about, you know, all you targeted individuals or people identify as such, you saw how it all works today. And you understand, you know, that this uh, ongoing now experiment isn't just on you, you few TIs. It's on everyone. As I predicted years ago, it would go mainstream and it did. Now, every single individual is targeted and surveilled. Every single one. And thrown, you know, magnetic stuff and, you know, they, they mass throw, you know, they fly nanobots over us with these chemtrails and all kinds of we have weather modification. They're doing everything they can do. But what's the point of the weather modification? You. What's the point of, uh, you know, poisoning the food supply with GMOs? You. What's the point of, uh, you know, the whole COVID thing? You. 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 Always you. You're the most important thing in the universe. Why is that? Cause you've got what they don't have and what they desperately need. What they want to do is put you to sleep so they can get access to it and use it with you being just some sort of useless, useless automaton. Like you have the, this whole generation Z. It's like one big useless automaton. You know, one big useless. It's not the, it's really their fault. It's really their parents' fault. I mean, their parents were completely mind controlled. Now they are. They're all in one one big boat. They all ought to get along just great. The, the generation Y, is X, Y, Z, XYZ. Generation Y. Whatever generation it is that are kids in college now, the, they, they they're like I would say 80% totally 100 you know c- controlled and ruined and probably uh that's the worst it's ever they're, they're the worst generation of all. So for for almost like a cherry on top of uh, this complete defeat of the United States, which is not just one defeat, this is like another defeat. And as somebody said, Rodney Howard Brown, the famous pastor that, you know what his problem is right now? He's having to do security at his church in Florida. He's actually a real guy with a real church, and of course they hate that. But he's having to do security because guys are coming in with like machine guns and stuff. Saying they're there to, they're there for security, but they're coming in with like, you know, um, automatic weapons, and he's having to turn them away because they're there to, you know, you know what they're there to do? They're there to shoot up the place, on behalf of like, you know, the FBI or whatever. They're there to, you know, or whoever their handlers are in the in the you know U.S. military industrial complex. But yeah, they're setting in the age of provocateurs, wherever there's a group of people, and what's the thing about Christians? They don't want the New World Order, right? They don't want to take the jab. They don't want to be, uh, they want to be free. They, they want to be free to worship, you know, God in the name of Jesus. They want to be able to, uh, they, they, their eyes have been opened because they, they've, uh, they know the Word of God. If you know the Word of God, your eyes are open to all the wiles of the devil. They've seen the depths of Satan. They don't want it. They're trying to, to try to be free. They're trying to be, they're trying to, you know, they, they found that they could be free. In worship of the Lord, that they actually are free in that one thing, they cannot. Nobody can touch that. Nobody in the whole world, and they hate that. So they want to send an agent provocateur to bust it up, so that uh, Rodney loses his church. And they're they're targeting all the churches. You know, in Canada, they're burning down all the churches now. And why do they pick the church? Not because of the repressive, patriarchal, blah blah blah, white privilege, blah, 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 blah. all this caca, garbage, throw up shit. The reason they target it is the same reason that they're, uh, you know, insisting on the jab. It's the same thing. And now we have all these kids in, of the woke culture; they're all insisting on the jab too, and all the, they're basically saying "Zig Heil" for the white supremacist while calling you a white supremacist. It's, I mean, can they be more stupid? I've had to cut them off. I've had to ban them from my, being around my page. Or I have a little page. I don't even add friends with very rarely. Somebody, if I know you, you know what I mean? Other than that, don't even bother because there's too many spies and people that want to, you know, they, they, they don't like hearing, you know, a mind like mine go at it. Now, right now, my mind is extremely, it's really sharp and really explosive, that's freedom, baby. Uh, my mind is not for rent. Da, 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 da. <laughs> no, my mind is not for rent. But believe me, they don't rent your mind; they just take your mind. Rush was just uh, another naive case, right? They knew they had to dance with the devil to get you know to get up on stage and have everyone applaud them. You know what I mean? They knew that. And then they spent their whole time trying to not be in that situation with their lyrics and such. Being of a, lot, a lot of them of a spiritual nature. Don't be wrong. I love the band. I'm just, it's, it's, I'm just noticing. I'm just noticing what people do. See, what the world wants me to do is not notice that. You're not notice that. You know, there's a guy that could play. You know. Louie Louie or something, or could play, you know, Gloria, you know, or could play right, on guitar or something. And, you know, the, and after he, he, he sells out, finally, you know, the, the minute he sells out, he's got a gig, he's on stage. and And now everyone listens to Gloria. It became a new hit. Oh, yeah, I've seen that happen over and over to people. You know, like the same notes they're playing that nobody really cared about. They play the same notes after selling out, after going through that door, and everyone loves it. I've seen that over and over again. I've seen that a million times. But I've also seen them go through that door and then fall from grace. Remember this. All your icons are going to die. All your great heroes. Any Hank Aaron fans out there? I was. I thought he was the greatest hitter ever. Not Barry Barry Steroid Bonds and... You know, Babe Ruth was Babe Ruth, but Hank Aaron is, you know, because of the steroids, I'd say I have to eliminate. That's why I used to dig baseball when I thought it was for real. Then I realized they just want us to look at baseball and forget about what's really going on, right? So I lost interest in sports. Because I knew sports was entertainment. Of course it is. You know, movies, too, uh... That you can go to the theater now. I don't feel compelled to see anything that's in the theater right now. I don't have any desire to see whatsoever. I've watched a bunch of Hollywood movies over the last year, and everyone left me disappointed because they can't afford to be real. And you know what I mean. If you do something real, they all jump on you. They slam you. Not everybody, though. Not everybody. There are people that do appreciate you know, when you, when you you know sticking your neck out, had taken that risk. But then there's people that just, they just want to go along to get along. They just want the movies to like spoon feed their programming. And that's what they do right now. And that uh, goes for most of the series on Netflix are just basically conforming mechanisms for society. That's all they become. Because Obama and Michelle sit on the board. So all they're interested in is getting people to comply. So all their programming will be about compliance in some way. You know, I don't care what it, what it is. You know, it doesn't matter what it is, and they give each other high marks on IMDb and high marks here and high marks there. You go, oh, must be pretty good. You got three out of five stars. Let me go ahead and check that out. Four out of five stars. Wow, four and a half out of five. Hey, it's five stars across the board. Why? Wow, better check that out. Must be pretty good. And then, of course, it sucks. And why 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 does that happen? Because the system has people everywhere. That slam anything real and promote what's what the, the the big machine is promoting, and they want to eliminate competition. There, there's no indie film. All there is is film festivals that you could go to to get approval of the new world order. And if you go there with enough, like if you're like a you know, if you're a transgender doing a film about um, the, this this you know horrible uh, you, you, you you know uh, a black family suffering because of evil white people. And you know you you you're, you've got like really pink hair and stuff, and you go to Sundance and they like you. Then the beast, the system likes you. Then you get to do more of of whatever kind of you know, thing you want to do. So it's a medium that's closed off. Well, you know what I love about this thing is this. Is, you know, God told me to do this movie, and and uh, you know we just put it out there and let God handle it. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not to me. You know. We broke the paradigm. I think, I think what God's up to is saying, look, here's someone that you know, actually knows that I exist, that believes in us, that takes you know this, this, this walking with Jesus, that actually does this film that has all this stuff in it that Christians aren't supposed to have. Broke the programming, right? Broke the programming, right? Broke the programming, right? Broke the programming, right? Broke the programming, uh-huh. Right? They go, gosh... You could do that? Yeah, I could do whatever. I could do all things through Christ that strengthens me. I mean, I, yes, I could do, not all things are profitable, and not all things are are great, but I have the freedom to uh, choose. Thank you, Jesus. I don't have to follow this this guideline. Or that One guy said, you didn't get permission from LGBT to have that tranny in there. And I said, you can't, you'd be transgender? Please, tranny, that's a horrible term. LGBT. You didn't get uh, permission. You can't have a tranny going around doing evil stuff. You know, that's that's like discrimination, man. I honestly, I had that on some, on some review. I swear. I, I kid you not. I, I I actually got that. Where they felt that the, there had to be permission from LGBT to, you know, to have any, any... They feel like, what, do they own all the trannies? Do they own all the... Uh, Gay guys, do they own everybody that's uh, involved in, you know everyone that has some proclivity toward anyone that's ever done something that uh, may not be kosher? Uh, they fall under the umbrella of their control. What do you think they are? It's mind control. That's another control to get you in that lane, to, to divide you, to make sure that you never talk to anyone outside your little group. That's the whole point. So they can control you from cradle to grave. And that, whether you're black, white, gay, this, that, or the other thing, you know, Christian, Christian too. All of it, all of it. It's just one big fucking abominable nightmare, piece of shit life because they have us in some kind of ant farm and make us think we have some kind of life, we have some dream to fulfill. Well, they suck everything out of us out the other way that we can't see, All right, The spiritual aspect, if they can. They can't suck the life out of you if you know what's going on, if God is protecting you, if God is leading you. You know, if you understand, you know, Jesus. most people do not understand Jesus, so we don't really have much to talk about. They say, well, you gotta have faith in Jesus. Most people who say they have faith in Jesus don't. So what do you want me to do? I'm sorry, that's a true statement. Prove me wrong. Well, that's a personal thing. You don't know the real faith of anyone. Well, you don't either. At least I've thought about these things a long time. I haven't just taken rote mind-control instructions from people that say Christian. The Christian church hates me. I mean real hate, like they want to kill me. You know, if people understood you know, uh, Jesus, there'd be no religion. Right? The devil created religion. To divide and conquer, obviously, yes. But people don't understand Jesus. The Muslims call him a prophet. They understand what the sun is. The portal is in the sun. You have to go through the sun to get to the celestial being, eternal life part. But people don't understand that, that it's a cosmic thing. So we can never get to the conversation. See, we can never get there because they can't understand. So that's the end of that. I mean, I feel like, well, do I understand and no one else? Understand? No, I, I just like it when we can talk about things and, you know, and, and wonder about things and wonder about the connection between the the, 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 the ineffable, you know, the spiritual invisible and objects in space. I mean, I don't know why it's so difficult to just admit the way things are. That's why I have my theory that that like 90% of the people are mind-controlled, including the entire, you know, truther community. I mean, the the Q thing, I mean, you know, why did I, uh, did I out that on day what day one, remember 2017? I was there for you guys. I took all the bullets meant for you. I took them myself. You don't, know, you think they like me when I down Q? They, 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 they basically casted me out. They said, you're irrelevant and you'll always be irrelevant. No one's going to listen to you anymore. That's the end of you. That's what they did to me. when I basically said the truth about Q. They said, oh, you've really missed the boat. They were talking about these utopian dreams, how everything was going to be okay, and all these guys are going to be get arrested. And I said, no, 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 no. You're all wrong. And they're basically doing this so you'll, to put you in trouble. It's a psyop. You're being fucked with. You're being mind-controlled. You're being hurt. You're being destroyed. Oh, it's all over. Well, Zeffel, I had people on Facebook tell me who trying to act like they're smart now, but they're not that smart. And they, they like to put themselves as superior to everybody else, but they're not superior because they fell for this. And they they would say to me something like, well, you know, I know you're angry. I'm but just, just give it a few months. You'll see. Like that, like patting me on the head like a little boy. Holy shit. And you know what? I should have been stomping their fucking guts out. At least intellectually. At least never take a word from them again, right? They say, God bless. I go, 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 you know, go meet God. Then come back and tell me God bless. I mean, don't tell me that God led you to Q. And then now you're going to, now God bless. You wouldn't know God if he, if he, if he he bit your face off. So there's a lot of there's a lot of disinfo man and what is that disinfo meant to do to corral us into a group so you can be uh basically mind controlled uh and turned into one of these hybrids notice they don't do a mass extinction right off the bat although they're threatening that they're threatening a new virus coming in and that I think that'll be a a lot more dangerous than this one. It'll kill a lot of probably kill off all the old people who will all be dead. But there'll still be some population to deal with. They're talking about that now. Well what's my opinion of that? Well, everything that they've done so far is, you know, basically, you know, they've 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 marched right on in and uh you know, they basically as uh, to put it in the way of this uh, Rodney Howard Brown, I watched Rodney Howard Brown's video yesterday. And I'm not inclined to go to his church or, you know what I mean? Uh, Anything other than, here's a guy who's a pastor who at least over the years has been cognizant of what he's been talking about. You know, like a few years ago, we talked about when Trump was in and what they were doing to Trump and how, how it was going. It was like, well, this thing is going to be lost. I mean, then they stole the election, and then the, if you say anything was stolen now, they're trying to set up a context, and a pretext now with the FBI, that you need to be removed from society, perhaps put in an internment camp. That We've been talking about internment camps and all this stuff for years and years and years and years. Q came along and said, no, that's not going to happen. Next thing you know, everybody dropped the ball. A lot of people did. And what they don't realize is that the, the Q thing has been a, a roving psyop from day one and it's basically designed to get people to have a false hope in the bad guys getting dealt with and the good guys being able to to restore the democracy and the republic and, and uh and have a government for the people, by the people, with the people with uh, you know, kind of like the uh, the early American Revolution and and to give people back their freedom that they've lost. And um I'm not saying, you know, they used to say Obama was in prison, right? They picked him up in uh, uh, the Philippines or something. They got uh, Hillary's in Guantanamo. Remember the the, the the shoe? McCain was wearing that shoe. And, you know, they don't like McCain and uh, the rhino Republicans because they're basically part of the New World Order, you know, bomb squad. They're there to, you know, bomb countries and kill children. And that's all the blood on their hands. I mean, I wouldn't want to be McCain died. Then they did a Babylonian ritual for for the guy. And most people don't even know who we is. This Babylonian funeral, and then they did a Babylonian funeral for Bush, and a Babylonian this, and a Babylonian that. It's like, you know, right, right in the in the right room with the right trajectory to the uh, the obelisk, which is you know Satan, the reflecting pool, which is the Great Mother. Blah 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 blah. This is what we worship. Hello 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 hello. Bow down, bow down, bow down. They do it right in your face. They take a week with a funeral. You know what I mean? It goes on every talk show. All these dumbasses tell, oh, yes, John McCain was such a great hero. And, oh, these white supremacists, these, 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 uh, these patriot types, you know, they're undesirable. And we got to get rid of them. They actually say that McCain got people killed on uh, the USS Forrestal. And, uh, gee, that's, uh, right? Was it the Forrestal, Trish? Didn't, didn't Forrestal jump out a window and kill himself? I'm not sure. Well, my grandfather knew Forrestal, didn't he? Yep. Yeah, well, you see, it's a small world after all. What do you think that was all about with Walt Disney? Programming. And what happens if your whole population is programmed? And They're programmed all around the world to hate each other. We are programmed to hate by the state. We are programmed to hate by the state. The culture, the movies, how about you know Johnny Depp? Now here's a guy that I think if you shook a stick at him, he would he would shit himself, and piss his leg. You know, he's just terrified of being found out. You know, that he's that he's basically, you know what I mean? that he's You know, like, I, I don't think, I think, no, I've enjoyed his, but don't, don't get me wrong. I love The Ninth Gate. I was a big fan of that, and I, I think he's a terrific actor. He's a really good singer, a great musician, really a multi-talented guy, just, uh, that that's no question. I saw him perform with Jeff Beck the other day, and uh, he sung a song called Isolation, just absolutely killed it. But there's just something about him that makes me want to, you know, stick him in a chair and, and, you know, deprogram him. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Strap him into a chair and deprogram him. You know, electroshock him. Yeah, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, he's so far gone that that he's he doesn't even know his ass for the whole. He he's just, you know, I'm I'm glad he has these talents that could leak out of him. You know. But he's like he's emblematic of so many in Hollywood that um, the celebrities are really in a in a in a it's a tough situation because they're promoting the new world they're promoting basically violence and genocide and abomination and totalitarianism completely across the board like every one of them all the rappers all the movie stars everybody they're promoting all this shit. And 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 then they they want to play characters that fight for freedom, that are heroic, when they're the most dastardly cowards of all. They're basically bent over all the way and taking it all the way because they like being famous, you know, so they don't want to risk that. So they're going to keep on shilling for the fucking Nazis, thinking they got cover and nobody can see them. That's the main thing. I got people on, on again, in on Facebook who say I'm a big time Christian, and they're, and they're telling me, you know, you know uh, they're, they're actually arguing, well, who's the better band? And I'd say, take Lucifer away from them, then have them play their music, and then let's see. You know, can't can we do, what, right? And then the Christians, they go, oh, the Holy Spirit really got me when I composed this. It's like, you ain't got no Holy Spirit, you fucking liar. You know, this is basically the reason you're so popular, Christian, is because of Satan. Now you're playing this double game where you got Satan on the one hand, but no one's gonna find out because you got cover. And then you're putting out your music, but you're better than everybody else, right? No, you're not. You just cheated. The real talent is when you don't have that crutch. What crutch? And then I always wonder, you know, when I look at Johnny Depp. I mean, I was really looked at him the other day. And I, and I was like, he's got all this little, like, ritual kind of, like, jewelry and scarf things he's got around his wrist. And he's got this whole kind of makeup thing he's doing, this whole kind of shtick he's got going. And I've started trying to decipher that. You know what I mean? I started kind of like, okay, so... He's still kind of like, he's, he's trying to be back in high school in a way and trying to like live those, because then it was more innocent, right, back then. And, you know, back when he really fell in love with music, which was his main deal. And and uh, he's got a, like a cloud over him in music. He's never really going to be known as a great singer or writer or musician, which, you know, he, he definitely deserves it. I mean, that's, I'm not saying it. You know, whoever he is, whatever, whatever that is, it deserves it. Oh, absolutely. And I got my favorites too, you know. But I mean, I always have to say, at the end of the day, who are you, though? You know, you want me to buy your record? Who are you? Are you a soul? Are you a human? What are you? And if I don't get a satisfactory answer, I I can't buy the record. I can't. I just kind of like, you know, take take what I can from it, and I am appreciative of being entertained for you know two and a half minutes, and then I move on. Everybody's got something to contribute. I mean, there are all the people here. It's just that the amount of compromise seems to me to the amount of mind control seems to me about about like almost the entire population. And that's Christians, Jews, Muslims, you know, all the religions, including, you know, and all the so-called secular, woke, this, that, all the kids in the schools. All the teachers are mind controlled completely. And they're all completely tethered to this, you know, like a marionettes, all of them. And they all do predictably what what they're pre-programmed to do, they do and they speak, and they speak exactly the same no matter where you go. You can go to a a protest, uh, like a pro-abortion thing. You can go to a pro-abortion thing that they really want abortion, and you can be someone that doesn't want abortion, and each one of them will talk to you exactly the same way, using the same phraseology. Like they're all of one sort of hive mind, you know, one program, and they all, it doesn't matter which mouth speaks, they all speak the same thing. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I'm sure they're all haunted. Then I see Johnny Depp up on the stage with a guy that professes he's the biggest Christian of all, Alice Cooper. And I admit, he looks great. Boy, he looks like in great shape. He's in his 70s, and with all that makeup, he's skinny, and he's running around like he's got all this energy, and it's really great to see him. I'm glad he's doing so well. And I know he's out there professing the gospel, not when he's performing, though, of course, because he's got Rob Zombie there, he's got Johnny Depp, he's got, uh, you know, what's his name on the drums, the Van Halen guy on the drums, and you know, the, you know, they got the various various people around. Uh, or, or I, I, actually, I don't know if it's uh, Van Halen guy. I, 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 brother, I don't know who's on the drums, but I mean, it's the the Hollywood Vampires, right? They do their yearly vampire tour. It's all supposed to be fun, and there's no mention of Jesus that night, right, Alice? Uh, he's great, though, man. I mean, he still sings perfectly. It's uh, just amazing. It's what you know—big top hat, big all this eye makeup caked on, and looks like kind of like a clown from hell. My like goth clown, goth clown and uh, it, it, it's uh you know and and then and then you move on because you realize you know it's not really for you they want fans to applaud and cuz they're putting on a show what could be so wrong with that well nothing i don't mind me i'm just You know, I'm just a uh, watcher on the wall. I got to make sure, though, in the end of the day. If, uh, you know, I got to watch the idolatry, right? I don't think I'm guilty of that today. I got to watch, you know the the biggest thing the lord has warned me about and i i i need to be i need to make a pathway to the lord for people verbally the biggest thing the lord is 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 our, our, on any of our case about i think is other gods other gods any other god and that means a uh, a career you are pursuing is a god okay a um being a fan is a, the, the, a fan of that person. That person is a god. Then uh, you're lusting after a car or a house or a, a child, even a, a um, you know all these little things. All these th- things are gods, and woe be unto the person that 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 chases other gods, for the Lord says he heaps much trouble upon himself. Or herself much trouble when you pursue other gods you can have god first and pursue anything that god would i like to pursue what god tells me to pursue so i'm back here with his report i've got the i just want to be very like clocked in because his ways are above because basically he is me in a sense you know what i mean he's like You know, the good decisions, the good intelligence, the good everything comes from him, right? The good performance. I mean, the fact that we basically fooled the entire world with Girl Next is, I still get delight out of it. I know it's my own personal, I know that I don't have a big audience going to share in that delight. It's going to be me and my private little humor box that I like to live in once in a while because I like laughing Okay, And I like the prophetic. You know, most people can't stand prophecy. You know that. They don't want the prophetic. They don't want the predicto. They don't want the real deal. Because it makes us all feel bad. Because it looks right into our soul. It shows you where you're coming up short. Nobody likes that. They like an armchair prophet. You know, you, yeah, yeah, the world's going to end. We're going to get raptured. You know, these guys are all part of the you know, the complex, the government's the enemy. <laughs> but my favorite icons of entertainment, we'll give them a pass, or sports, we'll give them a pass, right? Or are we going to be like a real prophetic uh, viewer and look into each thing and realize, fuck, there's nothing here for me. I've gone beyond it all. I've seen through it all, Lord. I've seen through every person. It seems you have a lot of clones here that profess to be like you, like me. And They say, I want you to like me because I'm like you. And then when they don't understand you, they make you into a monster a pariah because you won't lie like they do. Uh, They don't even know they're lying. They think they're telling the truth when they lie. And the biggest lie of all is when we lie to ourselves. And I've gone years like that, years and years like that, just completely under my control, where I was handled, you know, really handled, you know, by actual people that were, you know, paid to to be around me and stuff. I've had that level of degradation, of pain. You know what a freak you feel like you are when you figure that out? Oh, You know, it's amazing I didn't beat my my daughter into the suicide because I was right there with her. I was right there. As soon as I'm gone, you can all get on with it, you know. As soon as I'm gone, you can all be happy. Don't worry, I'm getting out of here. So you can continue unabated, to quote a line from Girl Next. So, you can continue to be you, to enjoy your world that you create daily, that you love. As you tell us all to put our masks on, as you tell us all to comply, it'll make you feel better. We don't want to get in trouble, just go Yeah, whenever people go along because they don't want to get in trouble, the enemy grabs more territory the next time around. All right? Don't even try that with me. You just wait till the next thing. It's going to be way worse than what you just went through. You're going to wish you made your stand, that you stood your ground already. You're going to wish you stood your ground already. What would that be like? I can't say unless I want to get arrested today. (laughs) When I think of the FBI seventh floor, I start thinking about like these robots walking around that they're not even human. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, Joe, get that guy down there with a machine gun. Have Have him shoot some women and children. Okay, boss. You know what I mean, and then let's blame it on the Patriots. (laughs) They're the the Christian uh, white supremacists, (laughs) even though we're white too. (laughs) You know what I mean? Is that human? Someone that behaves that way? Uh, You know they get pleasure. We've heard, uh, you know, recordings like after those, uh, you know, fucking goddamn pieces of shit. Yeah, the U.S. military, the Delta Force, uh, was, was was taking pleasure in shooting children at Waco, trying to escape because they had the cover of the media. They're all bad people. You can shoot them. And here are these kids, innocent kids, trying to run for cover, trying to run out of a burning building, and they were going around in those helicopters, you know, gutting them down, and then laughing about it. Laughing! as they did Hillary Clinton's bidding on that. Laughing. And that somebody put that fucking bitch in there and that Bill Clinton, they keep electing these people. They keep taking power, even if they don't, and if they don't elect them, then they just take it anyway. It uh, proves to you where you live. Totalitarianville, Naziville, complete authoritarian system s- situation. Uh, please don't get out with your boats and your flags anymore. Please don't embarrass yourselves like that. Get your country. Get a country. Earn your country. And when you've earned that, then you earn the respect. But not until then. You know, you just act like a fool. Here you are in your prison cell running around waving your flag. That makes you look like a fucking idiot. It makes me look like an idiot too because I've done it myself. Because they say, look... Zeph, where are you going with this? You know, we have to live. We can't just be down on ourselves every day. I I've said no, not down on yourself, but just not so precious about yourself. Maybe we're not that precious. Maybe we should sacrifice ourselves for a greater good. It wouldn't be the jab, though. That's not the greater good. Uh, you know, the one saving grace in this whole thing that we have, the one ray of hope politically, and I'll tell you what it is. No, I'm not. I'm open. I'm not sour on a, I'm not sour on anything. I see the world as it is and I'm happy as can be. Because see, it was this way when I got here. It's not on me to do anything. I'm not responsible for it. We're not all responsible for it. No, I mean, I'm responsible for what I'm responsible for. But I mean, this was here when I got here. You know, I've tried to do my best at waking people up, I suppose. I am doing my duty in that sense. And that's a big duty. If you can wake people up, then you've, you've won. that's 90% of the battle right there is waking them up. That's 90%. The rest is like a no-brainer. It's like, what do we have to do? We have to physically take back, you know, real estate. And that's the, you know, that's see, that's where we're falling short here. You know what, but here's the... Here's the great, uh, the great silver lining, if you like. We're all states. And when we had the COVID lockdown and everything, and then, and then Trump gave power to the states to do whatever the hell they want to do, we saw that there were some states that were fighting back against the evilarchy system, against the big global system. You know Klaus Schwab, you know Gates, you know they run the the ship. So we saw, you know, basically Schwab. Everything goes back to Germany, basically. You know, China bows down to the to Germany. So. It all goes back to that, to the Nazi, the Bavaria, the Nazis, the the occult, the connection to, the, to the, the, the 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 Watchers, the fallen angels, the aliens, whatever you want to say it is, advanced technology, breakaway civilization that are you know that coming back as aliens and all this stuff that's going on. It's all part of this uh, this overall thing. But God will, you know, a couple of things. One, God wins in the end. Okay, so instead of the flags and all that, I think. The important thing to do now is put the gospel up there where the flag is, and the flag will follow you. you. Got me? Put the gospel first, and the people. Are there people that don't yeah, Most people don't think they need to be saved. They don't want to think about death, but when they die, they understand there's a, there's a situation there where you know. I guess you have to have a, a hunger for life because nobody wants to die. People like to be raptured. That was very popular in the church that doctrine, but I mean, you know, people love to go from life to life. They don't want to die, and then and then with a the hope of eternal life after that, or be they don't want to be judged after that. You know, or, you know, and it's kind of hard because what we're talking about is you know, not everyone's ready to be an eternal being. A lot of people don't want it. I know a lot of pastors and churches and people that are, are, are leaders in, in, in what they call, the, they're the, the honchos of Christianity. And they, they want to be bipedal creatures, you know, judging the wicked. and what, They want to be on an earth just like this, only without the bad guys, and they get to do what they want and enjoy the things they weren't able to enjoy because they were blocked by other people. And now they get to actually have their day. That's satanic, folks. Not letting God have his way with you resisting that's resisting god i say you know lord do with me what you want in death where if i'm a vapor going back to you dust to dust onward whatever it is i am in you you are in me as one i didn't really die there isn't really time there isn't really space so it's all good right now and in the moment of death because I'm home, but I'm home now, right? I'm home now because I am eternal. But but whatever that form it takes, whatever form I take, it doesn't really. I, I'm I'm open, you know. I'm open to the Lord's will because everything about this God, everything He's done for me, from that moment in the, uh, in Sherman Oaks to where we are today. Every single thing that's been, you know, good and decent, is he turned it on. It's been a good and decent. It's been a good life. It's been wonderful. The fact that I was allowed to figure everything out, you know, everything that happened to me, everything that happened, the whole bit. I mean, it's, it's still hard to accept some of it, but he allowed me to see everything. I couldn't see anything before. He allowed me to go on paths that. People say, oh, it worked out pretty good for you, didn't it? It's like, it worked out great because it was the Lord's idea. Why? Put him first because his ideas are above mine. What, what, how does that work with you and the Lord? It's through Jesus. Jesus gave me to God. But is there really multiple? No, ultimately, there's no multiplicity of anything. But I mean, this is what I've got to work with. And I don't waver because this seat I, I just do what works. And if I go to the Lord in Jesus, you know, and I and I, I ask him for the words to say like today, you know, just I just want to prove to everybody that that this uh is generational, this mind control is 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 completely successful for the bad guys. And was before you were born. I just want them to understand they didn't you know it didn't happen when they were alive, it was there already. That's what the Lord wanted, you know. Then I put out the words and the, the, the frustration of, of of seeing people. And then the other thing is, that, yes, the laughter, uh, of course. I see people that feel that think that, yeah, you know, the way of abortion and Satan and Marxism, right? They they blend all that together. It's funny they blend abortion, Antichrist, Marxism, you know, Satan, all in one when they march. Well, at least they're being honest. Isn't that good for change? Because they're not supposed to say Satan. They can say Marx, hammer and sickle, but they're not supposed to bring Satan into it. They're not supposed to say they're a secret Satanist. Now they're out of the closet. They're open Satanist. As are, are all the radicals. You know, they say radicals. Well, you know, what does that mean? That just means they're Luciferians, like Solinsky. They're overthrowing the system for Marxism. It's not for nothing. And uh, in in and in, uh, in honor of their god Satan or Lucifer, I yeah good glad it's out of the closet. Didn't make any difference. The automatons keep marching this way and that. They keep flipping the dials. They keep taking selfies. I take an occasional selfie. Yeah. I spend time on there until I get bummed out. I usually get bummed out because I'll tell you why most people get bummed out when they're over a certain age. It's because they see through it. They see everybody running around in their useless lives, doing useless things, and nobody listening to each other and everybody hating each other, bumming each other out, and no endeavor ever working out to be anything. And all this glitz and glamour about how great everything is. And they just eventually they can't stand it. They just get very depressed. Yeah, they just everybody lies to each other about how great it all is. And I admit, I used to love to anticipate, "Gee, I used to love to wait. And lie. I, I, this guy brought back a memory. He was celebrating the Raiders of the Lost Ark," saying, "You know, if they do a new one, it won't be as good and all that." Well, that's fine. And so he's a real fan, and I love seeing fans. I don't want to damper your fandom. Be a fan. You know, grow up later, but, I mean, it's part of being a child. So, you know, he's a real fan of it. I say, you know, I remember standing in line. I remember I was on, the line went, it was uh, up uh, Gailey Avenue, I think, um, that goes up into UCLA. I was there at the National Theater, the National, in Westwood, at the corner of Gailey and LeConte, I think, or not LeConte, but another one. And I was on this side of the street. I was on the... Uh, uh, East side of the street, going down the street. And then it turns the corner, and then there's the the entrance there. And that, you know, it's a huge, giant screen in there in Westwood. It's a really amazing place to watch a movie. So huge, some so many seats. And there's an upstairs, too. I mean, it's a classic giant theater. And I remember, you know, sitting there, and I was just so amazed at all the effects and all the... Uh, this, you know, how entertaining it was. And I was all, oh, boy, that was entertaining. And, and then a couple of years later, I remember um, I got a bunch of screenplays to learn how to write a screenplay, and I was in the Hollywood Scriptwriting Institute, and I was, you know, getting going with the screenwriting because that was something that uh, I could do, having panic attacks, you know what I mean? I couldn't really be in public. And um, I... uh I got this screenplay from, uh, uh, I don't know what draft it was. It was in a succession of drafts from Lawrence Kasdan, who was the writer of Raiders of the Lost Ark. And I had it, and I was so, you know, I didn't realize, I, I wasn't the biggest fan of the movie, because it's like, a you know, of, it's just kind of like a, a, an entertainment. It's it, I like deep stuff, you know, more deep, more things to intellectually chew on. Or more drama, something. Or more, I don't know, something, something more. But I was entertained and I got that screenplay because I thought, well, that was the most successful movie back then. And so, you know, and I learned how to do, he had a certain technique of doing slug lines and embedding them in paragraphs to make it all much more easy to read. So if you have a point of view, instead of having a so and so's point of view as it's, its own slug line, say so and so's point of view, and then the paragraph would go on to the right. In other words, point of view, and then it would the, it would be embedded in the paragraph, the point of views and the, you know, to make it like you're suggesting a camera angle without interrupting the narrative. I think it's also a way that if you write long, like a lot of us write long, to condense it so it looks like it's not that long, you know, to go to one space, you know, between the paragraphs and things, rather than you're supposed to go with two, well, you know, before each uh, scene heading. You're supposed to have two two spaces down. And so some people cheat by, uh, anyway, um, you know, it's a stupid game. But I remember I had that screenplay, and I remember it was so, uh, and, I, and I still write that way today. You know, I still like that style. I don't like it so open, And I, but, you know, you can get in trouble by having too many scenes. You can have 110 pages and have too many scenes if you, there you are know, ways to trick the formatting so that it doesn't look that bad. It's like, oh, it's a 94-page script. That's ought to be fine. But then you've got, you know, 180 scenes or, you know, 300 scenes or some ridiculous thing. So it's, um, you can only do what you can do. Well, so I followed that, and I was and I was a fan. I mean, I really was a fan. i go to movies and say, oh, that was a terrible script or the great script or whatever. You know what I mean? And it, it became a little bit analytical. And now... No, I don't. I don't really analyze the uh, screenplays. I I write them still today. I wrote three last year, and uh, uh, we're going to have to rewrite both of the 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 two that the and then co-wrote the the Quantum Devil. I co-wrote the Quantum Devil that uh, a lot of ideas from other scripts I've written wound up in there too. So I sort of co-inspired it on the story. But I, it's not like it was before. You know, there's some kind of a, you know, and also with novel writing, you know, I mean, I like writing a good novel. The thing with a novel is you got to keep them turning the pages. The thing with a, with a screenplay is, you know, that it's got to become the directors. And with the directors, that's part two of the screenwriting. The directors, like, part of the, the process, converting it to something tangible on a screen. And the idea there is to keep people in their seats keep them wondering about things, you know. And if possible, have them come back and look at the film again. That's even better. How many times have you gone back and looked at a film uh, with me? It's been the classics, but that much else. I started looking at Color Out of Space again because I thought, huh, this guy's kind of got some some interesting visionary thing going on with this. But then it turned out it was more style over substance for me, and I just kind of lost interest and turned it off. But no, it was good. I enjoyed it, you know. I, as much as any movie, I, you know. It, uh, uh, well, I think of something like Stanley Kubrick's uh, 2001. Of course, that's a masterpiece. Now, that to me is that's the ten star masterpiece. And uh, no matter what you think of him there's one thing that you have to conclude at the end of the day, of any day throughout the whole thing. And that is that, uh, you know, you're in the hands of a master artist there and and there's just, you know, it's endless the possibility for thinking about things. Endless. Whether it be Dr. Strangelove or Full Metal Jacket. Endless. Endless, uh, endless great moments. And, And how does he do it? You know, we hope to do it. Well, you know, Every time his movie got released, it was slammed by the critics. You know, just like you know, people would just ah, it's horrible. I know when he came out with Eyes Wide Shut, the the, the people on my crew and I was doing Dementia, that was really uh, Unity of Opposites, which is going to be a you know, we're going to re-release it actually, actually under a crazed house at some point. You know, recut, remaster, re re redub, and then re-release. And uh, no, you can't find that one. It's it's there on IMDb, but you can't find it. Uh, you know, I guess you could find it in a DVD, but some of those, it needs to be reformatted to the modern setting. You could find a used one, I suppose, of DVD, but uh, it'll cost you. But uh, no, there's no stream. There there's streaming actually on the pirate sites, but they they they. I don't know how they scrubbed it from Amazon but I think uh somebody had it done someone that hated me they they, they wanted it gone and you can't find it there it's gone It's it's uh they're not supposed to do that with any movie but I don't really care because I I really want to um it's got enough great stuff that I've got in footage I want to recut and re uh you know re-release cuz I think there's a good story there and um, it's uh, uh, never really, really, you know. Even though it had been in, you know, video stores, it had been in Blockbuster and and Hollywood Video, and it had been on Showtime, and been on a bunch of other uh, channels. Uh, I don't know about internationally, but um, I think it's really viable. I, I think if you saw it today, it's really much more viable. So I, I think you know. Accessible, and I think um, yeah, the other one, uh, the, the one I didn't release, I thought I released, it. somebody released, but it wasn't me. It was stolen. It was Angel's Tide, and that actually has my daughter in it too, which plays the Angel of Death. So this is, I know that's so dark. You can't believe what a what a horrible thing for her to be the Angel of Death. But I have that uh, going on. So those two things I'm going to finish, and they're retro. They go back to the '90s, but they're. I'm telling you, they're very. You watch them compared to a lot of today's stories, you'll see it's very, very gripping stuff, even though, you know, it's weird, too, the dementia at times, you know, a lot of weird angles. It's got kind of a feel like uh, the people I'd worked with. Some guys said it kind of had a Stuart Gordon, Brian feel, but without the effects, and that was a great compliment. I took that to be a... But I need to, you you know, in this endeavor, it's not like I've got to go out and actually direct it again. Well, I'm working on it. If I can get my health up to a certain level, I will. We're talking about doing a, uh, some things, you know, too. We've got, you know, we got those restoration of movies. We've got, uh, you know, comic book idea. We've got an idea for a, uh, uh, what may be more doable next, you know, just kind of take a break from the features is, is you know, is keep stringing them along, you know, give them more information about where the story is going. In a uh, in a uh, a web series, I really want to do a web series because I really I love that mean because I would watch it. You know what I mean? I would I would sign up and subscribe and watch it. You know, especially if I could find out more about what these. Well, in the next thing, I just give you this little tidbit, but I mean, well, you don't know what see what I know already, so it's not fair, you know. Because Quantum Devil will come out and take this whole thing further, sharpen the focus on it, it what started with Girl Next. But then, then we had to go further into uh, what's going to happen and, and a, a thing called The Voice, which is basically uh, really sets up a, a cool thing. But you know, I'm thinking about this web series as a way to kind of like, you know, maybe address some of those things in the, you know, that happened after the Quantum Devil in the web series. You know, like each episode to be, you know, ten minutes. You know, not, not not something you'd want to have to. You'd have to say. And then there's another one dropping at the end of the week. Okay, boom, there it is. Another chapter. You know, you piece it together and follow follow it along. And the people that do that will know a lot more about um, the whole crazed house quantum world um, goal here, kind of where we're we're headed. Well, man, I really yelled today. I really showed how disgusted I am with the president and everybody else. But they're just, you know, I, I can't believe that America would tolerate these people. These are like letting, you know, just like third-rate Al Capones in there. You know what I mean? They can't even speak English properly. You know, they, they're just letting these, you know, retard, you know, marionettes in to to to. Be the government; they steal it right out from underneath. And then the whole propaganda echo, mockingbird media, which is all CIA mockingbird. They are going, yeah. Anyone who questions it is evil, white supremacist. You know all this fucking mind control shit. It, it's like, can't you now see it, people? And they can't. Oh my god, they still don't. Ninety percent are completely gone. Gone in 60 seconds. You is gone, baby. Gone. Yeah, because see, it goes in layers, Trish. I've been noticing this from the people that are like really cool and really into like, you know, they're into the the, the culture though. You know, the bands, the this, the that, the video, the latest shit. And uh, I've noticed there's like a layer, like a a wall. They won't go beyond because it might hurt some of their icons. Right, Might be talking trash about an icon. Not trash. People say, if you ask, well, I wonder if they're all right. Oh, that's trash against my icon. Yeah, but no other gods, baby. The other gods, you heap trouble on yourself. You're buying in. You're buying in big. You're protecting all the culture. You're being quiet amongst the... The ones who judge and who take your job away. You're raising your voice when it comes to the applause. But when it comes to being having a being a critical thinker, you're whispering, even hiding. Other gods mean mind control. You'll protect your other gods. And so you won't hear the truth. Even if you know there's a new world order. Even if you know, uh, you know, God is sovereign. Even if you know Jesus, Yeshua is king. Even if you know, uh, you know, about uh, the climate change hoax and this hoax and that hoax and COVID hoax. Even if you know all those things, you're still 100% mind control. Because you're still protecting the culture. Oh, it's... it's, it's you're still wanting to give it a try. You're still wanting to figure out how you can fit in. One day there won't be this. This division that you feel is spiritual. It is not political. And good that you feel that. That's painful, isn't it? It's good you feel that. So you know where you're not supposed to go, Right? Why does God give you pain over the divide in humanity? So you'll be protected by the living God. He is your protector. He's the one that sends that feeling of of outsiderness or like that, you know, being a freak or being, you know, they don't want me, they don't like me, and I just want them to like me. And that's all very painful, isn't it? Everybody else gets to say, hey, what's happening online and here and there and around me, it's just like... They, they get alienated. No, 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 no. It's, it is about you in the sense that they don't want to. Uh, they don't want to be punished, man, you see. And if they get if they become hot and heavy friend of yours, they're they going to get punished. That's They worry that they're going to get punished. And they don't want to be in the You're the scapegoat. Let you be the scapegoat. They don't want to be that. So they're going to distance themselves from you, not because of anything you've said or done. They may totally agree with you. But because they're trying to save their own hide, what Jesus say? He who saves his life will lose it. So they're busy saving their own lives. Not worrying about, you know, not offended by what you're saying or not saying or what your position is. They're like, well, you could do that and be at risk and all that. And I, 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 I got to cut a duck under that radar. I, I you know, I still like going to the ball games. I still like doing this and that. I still like the family dinners. You know, I still like having a girlfriend. I still like, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, just, yeah, yeah, but see, what happens is when you play the game long enough, the game becomes reality. See, it's no longer a game. You believe it, it's real. And act accordingly. And that's the problem. For example, I'll give you a really good example of this. They still don't know that we've been conquered in the short run here, in the short term here. We were conquered with the COVID. They still don't acknowledge it. That that's why they took the election. Why did they, why did the Joe fuckhead steal the uh, election? Because he could. It had no consequences because they'd already conquered the United States. No one would say anything because they realized if they raised their voice on anything, they could lose a paycheck, either from the government or from a new job or something. So everybody shut up and everyone went along. What kind of nation does that give you? Fourth of July? Sorry. Yeah, 4th of July if you earn it. You got to earn those fireworks, dude. It's not a re- remembrance of what went on before. We've shat all over those people that fought in that war, and all those, even World War II. So let's see. If we ever earn our way out where we deserve to light off fireworks or whatever, it's about earning it. You're not going to earn it by looking back to the glory days of the past, while these guys roll in with their, you know, with their operation, and take everybody over. That's not, to me, that's being conquered. That's not earning your freedom. That's not blowing off fireworks and waving a flag because you, you deserve it. That's, that's being a fool. You're waving your pla- flag in your prison cell that they put you in, that you didn't have to go into. And I include myself in this. I'm guilty as all, as everybody. And I'm not happy with it. And I can hear Mel Gibson saying, if you just had one more chance to come back here and defend your homeland, you know, would you do it for just one more day? I don't think that uh, at this point Americans would. So the answer is no. The, the, the happiest guy in the room right now is the dumbest guy. The most mind-controlled dumb, you know, of all. Yeah, that's the one that's going to be happy. That's your heart, To Ate a hot dog. Tastes real good. <laughs> yeah. hot dog. It tastes real good. (laughs) You think that's funny? You think that's funny? (laughs) Okay. I almost can't see I'm laughing so much. Um, mm, mm. Oh, gosh, I miss Howard Cosell, too, talking with Muhammad Ali. Okay. They're icons. Well, if it's good enough for them, why is it good enough for you? A, what, electrodes up your ass? Where's, um... Uh... Yeah, I'm having a hot dog. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. You know, I can't get this out of my mind. Uh... The Poodle. The Poodle. Okay, how about all of you Zappa people? The Poodle. Why was Zappa so great? No, I'm, I am a total fan. I mean, but why is he such an enduring greatness? Because he really, truly, you know, bucked it. I mean, for what he did, it was pretty heroic. I mean, you know. Uh, a Poodle. He he was obsessed with Poodles. Um. You know, and uh, I just wanted to find this little video I'd seen recently. And uh, I don't know if we're going to... I mean, you know, he, there's so many things that the guy's done. But, um, you know, the, the thing that really, really helped him, I think, you know, was that with music. Because he was so out there, you know, was just... Learning it real good, you know what I mean? Learning to compose and write music and really read music and write music and just have it there so you could do all these little flourishes that nobody else is doing. I think that was one thing that really impressed me and one thing I, you know, I liked. Uh, yeah, peaches and regalia. Um, let's see. Oh, gosh. You know, there's a whole lot. Now we're in the dub area. Everybody works alone now. No, 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 don't put everybody in the studio. Um, Where's my, uh, Mm -hmm. cannot find it. Oh, I found it. Here you go. Okay. Anyway, we'll uh, conclude with that. Mind Control Friday. Uh I I'd like to say that Mind Control Friday, you know, I didn't know that documentary existed and um I'm really I'm really glad that I that I found it. I, I mean just to go back over, you know, and and like I said, you know, one day I'm going to either write about or have someone write about my, probably going to save it for for the right author, you know, to write about my um, experience, you know, get into it deeply and with a lot of facts and things about, um, you know, being in, in, about how the CIA was using all the hospitals at that time, you know what I mean? And, and you know, because they're using the, the kids, like most of the kids that were, you know, thrown in there, you might consider to be lambs or even T.I. lambs type of thing. So that's what they, they wanted to use, but not because they could control them or doing, you know, they do experiments too with drugs and mind control and um, electroshock and all that, but, but, but they were using them in the weapons program, you know, as a, as a weapon. dog. It tastes real good. Then I watched the a movie from Hollywood. I had a hot dog. It tastes, it tastes real good. Then I watched the a
1: movie from Hollywood. Yum, yum. Yum, yum. Yum, yum. Where the bubbles go up and the flaps on the side of the moon. the jelly and the paint on the front the use of the slams the rubbles and the wrinkles and the, the corn rock it yeah. and the canvas of the cave is too soft the shoes and the
4: Well, in this particular version, it's all live. Live in the studio. So you gotta follow all this music.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, the monster which the peasants in this area call Fru Nobulax, apparently a very large poodle dog, has just been seen approaching the power line.
4: So that's hard to get out of my mind, and I'll tell you why. Because, yeah, I I sense some real freedom there, and because it's so intricate, you know, everything there, every note there is written out, and and it's all being done live in one room, and it's all being recorded, sung, played, percussion, you know, instruments. George Duke is in there on the keys. You know what a what a what a great uh, player, and what a you know that's where he's you know, this was nineteen seventy three. So, uh, and it doesn't sound like 73, does it? <laughs> but anyway, the thing about uh, Zappa and people like uh, George Carlin and people that were in the entertainment business, but also saw through it, people like Stanley Kubrick that moved to England, didn't want anything to do with anyone in Hollywood, you know, which and who can blame him? Um, but but really, and they didn't like Kubrick either. and They didn't like Orson Welles either because they could do it better than everyone, Right. And that's the same thing with Frank. He could just do it better than everyone. But he was also outspoken, and they all came to the conclusion, not necessarily at the same time, that the reason the world's so screwed up is because the world is run by pedophiles and And, and Satanists, (laughs) and who are Satanists, and that's why they. That's why no, they don't want to have sex with children. The pedophile is the wrong word. It's uh, they want to hurt them. They want to hurt them. That's the whole point, right? You know, it's it's not about um, you know love or any kind of you know man boy love or any kind of love at all. It's the idea of taking advantage of you know something innocent and 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 taking that innocence. It's a power thing, and I don't know why uh, people don't understand that. I have for years and years and years tried to explain to people about you know first of all the word we're using pedophilia is wrong so that's wrong because that mean that it indicates love it's not because people love children that they want to have sex with them it's another thing altogether and um you know they're allowed to do it because the unwritten rule is it's uh, it's perfectly legal in 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 you know in high society and you know uh obviously you know power centers political centers entertainment centers it's all been going on forever and it always will go on forever and that's just the way it is and these are the movers and shakers of the world. That's just the way it is. And that's the way it's always going to be. If you've got a problem with it, you won't be in that club and you won't be successful. That's the way it is. That's the way it's always going to be until someone changes it. And this was nothing new to me because this was kind of like, you know, I, I, you know, I just wondered why nobody else was noticing. You know, at least, you know, they want to talk like on Oprah. She wants to talk about sex. She wants to talk about uh, satanic abuse she wants to talk about this or that how come they never brought any of this stuff up they had mind control people on there they were breaking their programming from being in satanic cults why didn't they just say this is basically the system of the world what are you talking about why didn't anyone say that why did they keep having these little victims they trot the victim out yes victim let's have Geraldo interview you i interviewed uh, and i found there was nothing there they were just delusional are you delusional? Well, here they used to this, take me in the room and rape me, and then they would, uh, you know, put electrodes on my head and they would, uh, you know, do this, and they were just uh, made me a slave. Why would they do that? I don't know. I guess they just wanted to. And so this is SRA, right? Wrong. And why do we have to go through this? Why do we have to go through this charade? Hide the SRA. SRA is global. It's basically uh, COVID-19 is SRA. I mean, why can't people understand where it comes from? You know, um, the jab is SRA. Why can't people understand where it comes from? The people are the the in in the cult. Why can't they understand where that comes from? The uh, the people that run the world are, are pedophile? No, the people that run the world are not pedophile. The people that run the world are, are um, involved in, uh, let's just say owned by Satan and by you know the fallen ones or whatever they've given their lives to that. So that's why they make the decisions they make, and that's why they're trying to get everyone fighting with each other. That's why they're trying to ruin everything. So included with that would be you know the morality of Lucifer, which is basically get the children and get then get the mind, the mind and the children. That's the main thing. The children have that spark, the, the heaviest of all. So they're going to siphon that. They use that for power. So that's, that's the whole power trip that's going on. And it's a, it makes a lot of logical sense. And then the whole idea of killing things that are innocent, torturing them, hurting them, all that, releases the most power that they then use because they have no souls. So that's what they use to fill themselves up. I understand that, don't you? Why not just admit that? Why do this charade on Oprah? There's one person... In a cult somewhere the and the niv- Davidium cult and they they brand the women and they this human tra- you know it, 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 it basically neutralizes the issue for the next thirty years right. you've done your good service, why can't we understand everything is everywhere all the time, and everyone knows everything, oh yes, but you see they don't let themselves say it because they compartmentalize, so they don't really know. As of having access to it, they put themselves in denial, told themselves a story that's not really going on. They hear things that try to break that programming, but the programming keeps that into a secret chamber where nobody is the wiser. So, therefore, they're dumb shits, and they get to be led around by the nose everywhere they go: job, marriage, kids, PTA, this, that, you know, movies, ball, and all of it, every last second. Of one's life is not only useless and, and completely meaningless, but has been used by them in harvesting what they want to harvest. 100% success on this side, 0% on the human side. Humans used as commodity, humans as basically cattle, humans going to the slaughter, and nobody knows that's what's going on. But when they they figured they had you so bad that when they wanted to steal that election, they just wanted to take the election. It wasn't even a steal; they just took it. And when they wanted to take that election, they realized you weren't going to say a thing. You guys were all going to just comply. You weren't going to say a damn thing, were you, world? You, You you guys go around like it's you know not one of you. You know what? If I go into town right now, 99% of the people in town believe that was a fair election. The other 1% hides, acts like the 99, because they don't want to get in trouble. I've been mean, keeping up with the audience. I mean, you know, it's if people hear about the even if they prove that Trump won, they won't believe it. They they'll say that no, Biden won, and these are all white supremacists. I mean, it's it's the same old thing. Well, okay, look, I, I'm glad you have hope, Trish. I, I'm just saying, I'm just reporting on the state of affairs today. I'm not even going into tomorrow. But what it looks like to me is that you know what's really sad in a way is that people don't realize. All they really have to do to wake up is just acknowledge the truth of this situation. Nothing new here lately. This has been going on a long time. It's, you know, did we ever really have it? You know, just be able to question things. Did you ever really have a country? When did this kind of authoritarian control come in? When did people start obeying the hive mind? Why did they write Invasion of the Body Snatchers? How long ago was that? What were they talking about in the documentary today? How could we heard the term 1939 before World War II? How long is? You know what are we talking about here? Mass control of minds to be able to get people to do exactly what you want. Then a controllable population. For what purpose? Because we there's a commodity that comes from human that they don't know they're giving us. They're being harvested while well, they think they're pursuing their own lives. It's a perfect system, closed. What should be the goal of every human? Get out of here. to get on with it to leave this folly to leave this foolishness and um, you know well doesn't that make you like a nihilist why don't you just commit suicide because you can't get out of here by suicide that's not exactly what's 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 meant but you get out of here while you're here okay and, you know, you don't have to die to get out of here. You get out of here while you're here. Some people say if you live in the moment, you're out of here. I give I, I would give kudos to that. I think that's, a you know, tried and true over the ages uh, with, with people from all backgrounds and religions have found that to be true. I think that's true. If you can live in the moment, for me, the moment is when I'm laughing. And I do get endless joy out of watching you know, it, it, it's not that I put myself above them, you know, what I mean? it's just that I'm in a different consciousness state. My eyes are open. That's all. It's not above or below. I just, I just see. And I watch the humans go here and there and do their little thing. And, and I, I find it amusing. That's all. I I don't feel a part of it. I don't feel alienated from it. I don't really feel that, you know, uh, I don't feel, I feel that, you know, people that are alienated are 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 basically um people that are alienated from God, people that are alienated from the truth. That's alienation. Being alienated from other humans, uh, because they of, of their say so, that makes them the alienated ones and by their own free will choice, not mine. I'm not alienated from anyone unless they choose it. Unless they go, you know, I don't want Zeph to be I'm gonna block him on Facebook or something like that. I've I've chosen to to get rid of people that way, block people, That even if they, you know, they they, they people don't even know they irritate. They don't do anything wrong. They just irritate me. You know, I mean that's as good a reason as any. They just irritate me because they're, you know, they're they're young and dumb, and you know they they they've never read a book before, and they are going on and on about how cool it is to pull down the statues or something like that. You know, a young person. Well, that person's probably banned. From my Because it's not that I don't like them. They'll probably grow out of it one day. But I really just don't want to watch it. Because I already know the mind control problem. I already know who's behind it. So it's like... Uh, uh, uh. I feel sorry that you're under such control and you have no life of your own. Oh, what are you talking about, you stupid crazy man? All right. Game, set, match. It's over. Divide permanent. Goodbye forever. And, um, you know, and that's... I don't know what else you do. I mean, that's why... Thank God my whole family died so nobody has to get together for dinner anymore. That was really painful. I mean, that was just really just tor- complete torture, especially when they'd spike the food with poison and then you had to survive that. Oh, my God. And I still got a scar from that That probably going to kill me early. So... Yeah, treachery. And what is it that humans are treacherous about? Well, it's, you know, power, money, sex. All right? Power, money, sex. Power, money, sex. Is that a power, sex, money? Power, money, sex. That's the order. Right? PMS. Power, money, sex. And what are they willing to do? Uh, kill, kill, kill. Lie, kill, steal, cheat, gossip, slander, destroy. I don't really have to worry about that too much. I mean, the, the biggest, you'd, I'd say, destroyers to me is when the Zephyr report was really going back in like 2002, 2003. We had prophecy wars back then. All these, It was like it was in 2017 with the time of Q. They they say the worst things about you. You know what I mean. They write. They try to write in your Wikipedia. They, they say awful things, terrible things about you. You know that that uh, you. Uh, you know. I'll we'll start with. Well, it's a false prophet. And it's, uh, you know, he did this. He, he had. He made a movie with sex in it. He did this. He thinks it's funny. He's arrogant. He's this. He's that. He's everything else. But really, all he's done was he really done. Uh, did he cash in? No. Was he accurate? Yes. W- well, was he was it a tough love? Yeah, but I didn't like it. So what you want is somebody to please you, to say things you want to hear, to not be sure of himself, right? To be a little more, less arrogant. When you're arrogant about things, especially about the Lord, that you know exists, and people are, then take issue with that and call you arrogant, you can't be mad, you just have to feel sorry for them um, so I just stay out of those arguments. you know, I did all those when I was younger, you know what I mean, with the atheist with the uh the the with the you know the new Ager, with this and that and and you know the last new ageer goes, "I don't need Jesus, I got a line direct to God." And now I would probably just laugh my ass off at a statement like that. Would you like me to translate for you, sir? You say that, let's just, you know, I, it's like saying, I don't need God, I have a line to God. I don't need truth, I have a line to God. I don't need life, I have a line to God. I don't need you know to know the way. I have a line to God. I don't. I, I don't need you know. But I mean, the ultimate way to translate that is, I don't need God. I have God directly. So the guy's like this walking contradiction. And, and, you know, so what are you going to do? Correct him? Like you need Jesus, and then and then, of course, when you say that, everyone's thinking Jesus and the Sermon on the Mount and the Jesus and the different characters that have played Jesus, etc. To so that, of course, uh, you 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 uh, you lose your argument, you know. But when you say Jesus, the it door way truth first last axis, you know, then you realize that oh, there's no separation. Oh, I see. Well, then I got God direct No, because Jesus is. Because the son and the father, the father won't let the son go. Why is that? I don't know. And when I first was involved in this, where God touched me, it was, you know, the creator. You know, this voice came into me, you know, I was in the bathroom saying, you know, there's no such, you don't need Jesus or the Bible or any of that stuff. You've got God direct. And that, that happened. And it was on and on about how awful Jesus is. It's stupid. It's part of this whole thing. You don't need the Bible. It's all it's all bullshit. Jesus is bullshit. The whole thing's bullshit. You know, just, we're all made into the image of God. We're all God's children. So just chill, baby. Stop talking about this stuff. And I I got that whole lecture at the Mirror you know of all places after the session with the Lord filling me in and all this stuff but see here was the telling thing here's where Satan blew it that day and I've seen Satan I actually knew Satan before I met God I have met Satan you know physically so that kind of helped me you know in a way but uh, it was because it was like Satan's voice saying you know you don't need this know, why? This wrecks the whole world. The whole world could be at peace if you just drop this Jesus thing. But because that came out of nowhere where I wasn't even thinking about Jesus, I wasn't thinking about anything, I was just overwhelmed with a spiritual experience. Because that Jesus word came from outside me, starting to badger me about it, like insisting I drop it, where I never even brought it up, the huge red flag went, whoosh, and it was up, Straight up, noon, big red flag waving around. You know, Satan's talking to you about dropping Jesus before you even mention him, before you had time to get up with him, before you actually dove in the subject matter that much. It was, don't go to Jesus. Just, whoa, what did I do? Where's this Jesus stuff coming from? You really, 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 really are anxious about that, aren't you? And then I started reading about Jesus being the cornerstone, and I realized that the builders i e the world system uh is a failure inherently because it didn't use the cornerstone it needed to build the foundation and the and the uh, civilization and uh, the, that we have on earth for the last several thousand years was built on a faulty foundation because that stone was rejected, but Jesus wasn't born then no before. You know, they built anything Jesus was. Jesus is, I am. He said, before Abraham was, I am, period. That should end all arguments. If you believe the text, if you believe, we got to throw the Bible out. You got to throw that out. Before Lao Tzu was, I am. Before Confucius was, I am. Before Buddha was, I am. Before Krishna was, I am before everything was, before the earth was, I am. That is the identity of Jesus. Why is that? I don't know. We pray in Jesus' name because we're told to, you know, but we're told to by, yes, we'd be obedient to the word. Tell us to pray in Jesus' name. But if he's the I am, why don't you just pray to Jesus? Because I'm not told to do that. Because Jesus prayed to the Father. Well, what do you mean? He prayed to the Father in human form, right, as an example to us. And then, you know, if you're blissed out as one, I guess it's, you know, then. but there's no denial of Jesus. There's just everything is one. Everything is, you eliminate uh, time, it all happens at once, I guess. So, um, you know, uh, okay. I'm open to it. Are you saying every other religion's wrong? No, there's no religion. I don't believe in religion. So I don't believe... You know, every religion, I believe every religion is wrong, including Christianity <laughs> in general. And every religion is, you know, I, I think there's a place for religion, you, you know, you, you know, it just, it just becomes too power mad over, over you know, you, those people sit in the pews at any given church and they go, uh-huh, uh-huh. you know, they, you know, they just like, they take it all in. They don't question I remember one guy started saying, "And the aliens are really angels," and you know they they started getting more and more black. You know to see at what point would anyone break, and he could finally say, "And Lucifer is also Jesus," and they go, "Uh huh." <laughs> you know, and good is bad, and bad is good. Oh, <laughs> and uh, you know, mm, boy, uh, you know, and it's it's you know, so one of the holy sacraments. Of uh, you, you know the, the the holiest day of the year is celebrated by um, you know sodomizing a pig and then and then and then putting pig's blood all over all the participants while they they have an orgy with uh with goats or something you know just you, you know and you can go further and further they go uh huh uh huh you know and and you know is there ever a point where someone's going to say well, now wait a sec I call bullshit. You're trying to corrupt everything and make it an abomination. Yes, so you're not really an alternate choice. You're just part of, a, of, of the same system. That's correct. Satan is a force and then, you know, the life force is another force. God reigns over all of it. There's nothing that happens that God doesn't know that God isn't part of. And there's a reason he has this here. Uh, like it is and we may not be able to understand it but I mean that's where faith comes in you just have to trust well it's there is no Satan versus God there's no God versus anybody right it's just God God is sovereign that's it so any grievances any redress must go straight to God and you know through Jesus in Jesus name straight to God straight to the Father with you know I don't like all the evil I don't like how I've been treated. I don't like being a scapegoat. I don't like them laughing at me. I don't like them, you know, killing all of us for no reason. I don't like any of this. Please help us, Lord. In Jesus' name, please. You know, it it just kind of has to get to that point. There really is no other way to live. You know, I mean, you could do further and further. I mean, I do rituals. They kept doing further and further rituals until they finally just decided, okay, we're just going to commit suicide. And that will be the final ritual, you know, to please God. So to help us to get on the right track on earth. So they kill themselves. You know, see what I mean? In other words, once it gets going the wrong direction... You have to understand, when you pick up the mantle of Jesus, that's what you're really doing here. You know, Jesus is the example. We're picking up that mantle. We're in Christ. That means we're seen as Christ at times. Probably not all the time, but probably at times that, that Christ in us is seen. And that's what causes them to go nuts with persecution. They want to stamp that light out. They want to stamp that thing out. You know, never did I really know any kind of, it really got heavy until I totally accepted the Lord I was talking about Jesus and the gospel. And that's where the real, real uh, anger of the state comes in. You know, like right now they're trying to put Rodney Howard Brown out of business, okay? And, and they're sending in the ancient provocateurs and he's catching them. He's catching them. And you have to realize, uh, first of all, this is a guy that's got tremendous faith, you know, and he's, You know, he has a traditional church thing, but he's one of the good guys. I mean, they're not attacking, you know, your local Catholic church or whatever, right? They're attacking him because he's trying to, you know, uh, inspire people. He's trying to really tell his people right now, he's telling them that they are under occupation. And this is what they always say. The white supremacists say that. If you hear those words, that's a white supremacist bigot. They've held the black man down. They owe reparations. They're not woke and they're too old. They should be killed just for being old. You know, when we were kids, they used to say, if anyone's over old and 30, they shouldn't be listened to. They should be killed. It was that way when I was a teenager. So I think I pretty much summed it all up. So. Let's get out of here. I've summed it all up. We have summed. We have summed it all up. I appreciate you guys going out and you know and supporting—not supporting a movie, but going out and seeing a you know a really unique uh, film. Girl Next. A lot of people worked on that, and we did everything on purpose. Even if people don't understand, and they do understand, we're not here to hold their hand. And we don't need them to be nice to us either. <laughs> oh, I feel better now. You really like me. No, don't don't need that. Just uh, people that love it and you want to rave about it. You go ahead and rave. And you know, but you might meet people that say you know you're, you might hate you because of that. I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 funny, but uh, we will be in um, Belgrade and then the Mullins. Uh, horror festival in Barcelona Spain it happens right after the Belgrade one so it's like one two those two in the in in late October right and then um and th- this is where I want you to see I mean I know you're not over there in Belgrade I, I don't know if we have listeners in near Barcelona but if you could see it it's and the other thing is our debut theatrical which is what we should have done here but we didn't because we just, you know, Americans are not really, you know, up on what, I've, I hate to, you know, be like that, but, uh, you know, we've always done better in, we did really good in the UK in the past. And then, you know, we're going to start in, um, Spain in, uh, nine cities. And I'm not sure whether we're going to dub this thing or we're going to, I think we'd be, I, I want to see subtitles really. Anyway, we're working on that uh, theatrical release. So that's will be our debut release and it won't be here in America, won't be in Canada. Yeah, Latin America is going to go straight out to, to video and to cable and all that. Uh, not there either. Although in Latin America with the the people I know from Mexico that have seen it, they all loved it. You know, they, they get it, you know. So, um, but I mean, if you're really into Disney films, probably you should just avoid it. That's all, you know i i would just you know because or, or anything that's heavily propagandized i it would go against your programming um but i mean people that you know but it's it's really in the end of the day i mean I'm, I'm sure larry if he hears this is cringing because he's like i'm just wanting to entertain people i'm just uh doing an entertainment i'm just you know directing just making creative choices you know so that you you know you flip this thing on 11 o'clock at night you're looking around you can't sleep whatever and you get you're delighted and i'm like that's cool too that's 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 the way I am when I see it. I'm just delighted. I don't have to have a discussion about it. But it is, you know, (laughs) causing, you know, all kinds of things. We're going to be interviewed by Pop Horror coming up with an interviewer that uh, was really, that says something really nice about one of Larry's films, She Rises. And, um, and uh, the, um, so I'm looking forward to that. I think that's next, the end of next week. I think it's a week from tomorrow. It's going to be a, uh, what do you call it, a Zoom interview. So it's going to have, you know, we're all going to be on Zoom, and then that's recorded. You know, if I could figure that out, I'd do it. But, I mean, I don't want to talk for this long on Zoom. You'd get tired of it. This is radio. Go on for as long as you want. But Zoom, um, and uh, so that's, it's exciting. I'm not sure, you know how it's going to work out, how much money we can make out of this uh, Madrid thing. Some, we're going to get half the door. And so it's a pretty good, uh, we're not, no, we're not forward-walling it. It's the, um, the people distributing it is, the, the, I think it's the, um, I I can't tell you what company it is. I don't know the name of them, but they are, you know, we're, we're in negotiation now for a theatrical release in Spain. And I think that's so appropriate because half the people who worked on this film were Spanish. We had the great artists, the great cinematographer, great effects people, great. Um, we had a guy from Greece too, Frameworks. He was uh, Giorgio. amazing amazing. Um, you know, really. Uh, but uh, you know, Prodigy of Barcelona was our post production people, and they really, they really fixed so many things. They made so many things work, and uh, so it, it only makes sense that we would that we would debut there. And that we'd be in a festival there. That, that makes sense to me, too. Uh, will we be out? And then the festival... Probably the time to go out would be right after... I would think right after the festival. Right, Trish? The, have the festival. So we're not going to Barcelona, then. And they really want us to go to Belgrade, because that's where we made the Quantum Devil. And they're just wonderful there. I mean, the crew was the, the absolute... I can say this unequivocally, that was the best probably we'll ever have. And they really were with Larry on everything he wanted to do. They understood him perfectly. There was great communication. I can only wish crews here were that... Well, we're going to try a crew out in New Mexico, I guess, pretty soon. But, uh, you know, Americans, uh, crews are... They're, you know, Unless you go Union, then everybody has to mind their P's and Q's, and that's fine. But when it's independent, I think, you know... We had such a great experience in Serbia that you know, and I understand people are having a good experience. they they're making they just made a film in uh, Hungary, a big one, Budapest, and uh, so that's that Eastern Europe is getting you know quite a bit of film business. It's because those guys, you know, you know, in the arts and all that, they really support the arts, like the festival in Belgrade. I think the the whole government's behind it. And, um, and the people are behind it and they're going to have this festival and it's a good thing. So I'm not just talking about all negative things here, but I mean, there is a, the overall negative thing of getting killed by the state, the super state, the Nazi superstate, because of the fact that, uh, you know, you, 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 you do, or you don't go along with the mind control programming and then a lot, you know, using the human population as an experiment, which is what they're doing. I have to bring it up. And they wouldn't be able to do that if there had not been decades and decades and decades of precedent where they could just do whatever they want. And there is no oversight. There is no congressional oversight. There is no oversight from the UN. There is no oversight from Amnesty International. There's no oversight. That's what the, all the TIs notice. Nobody cares about them. They're just using these, the machinery that they've already got and then beaming at people to see what it'll do. They're getting off on it. It's got to be addressed. But yes, that's good. That's good that they're having a festival supported by the people and the government in Belgrade. That's wonderful. It'd be nice to learn some history of Belgrade too, wouldn't it? Okay, with that, I'm going to go. And I love you guys, praying for you. And thank you for putting up with me today. I was just so passionate. But again, the damn swear words get in there. There's great advantage in being a slave, I see. (laughs) Promote the shango, promote that pyramid.
3: You take advantage of the ignorance.
2: On the money and the fame, you serve your
1: masters in that three piece, too. All seeing eyes as you change
2: in a prison, Don't you, down. who you
1: are don't you, don't you
3: know what you are I watch you
4: on TV you're on the billboards you're everywhere Madonna i and coming out